This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday. It is Cinco de Mayo, the 5th of May. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a Chester tow truck driver was ambushed while on the job. It happened around midnight Tuesday while 38-year-old Jamie King was working for International Recovery Systems, an automotive repossession company. King was sitting in his tow truck outside of the business waiting for his next assignment when he got out to lock the gate. In surveillance video, an orange vehicle can be seen pulling up. A person gets out and reportedly says a few words, then opens fire. Jamie King's wife, Nicole, says he was shot multiple times in the stomach, chest, and head. He remains in critical condition. Uh, There is a bullet in his brain. It caused a lot of swelling, and they had to remove most of his skull on the right side of his head, she said. King tried to get away after being shot, but crashed into a building next door. Nicole says her husband is involved in every piece of our family unit. I just don't know how we move on from here without that critical piece, she said. Hundreds of Jamie's colleagues showed their support by driving by the hospital on Wednesday. Chester police say they are searching for at least two suspects. It sounds like that, that he was targeted, right? Yeah, I mean, and the, the tow truck company said, like, their job has just become more and more dangerous yeah. over the years. And, God. You know, yeah, repo is... work can get, you know, people get take that pretty damn yeah. personally, and they'll do crazy things from time to time. Yeah, he said, you know, the, the price of any vehicle is not worth this nonsense, and mm-hmm. you know, he was basically saying, just stop. A woman will spend one to two years in prison after stealing thousands of dollars from her 89-year-old grandmother. 43-year-old Rebecca Scott pled guilty to third-degree felonies of financial exploitation of an older adult and care-dependent person, theft by unlawful taking, and access uh, device fraud and forger. In court Wednesday, Scott admitted she stole and cashed her grandmother's check for $6,500 and ordered a box of checks to her home in Ben Salem. She also said she attempted to take another $10,000 from her grandmother by altering one of the checks, according to the Bucks County DA's office. A judge who described Scott as a con woman sentenced her to one year less a day to two years less a day in county jail plus five years of probation. She was also ordered to repay all of the money she stole with payments of $200 a month. Scott is a serial thief who violated her 89-year-old grandmother's trust, said District Attorney Matt Weintraub. Scott's grandmother reported that she was a victim of financial exploitation in September of 2021. She told officials that four checks went missing from her checkbook after her granddaughter made an unexpected visit. One of the checks was later cashed for $6,500 and used to pay for Scott's rent, officials say. In April of 21, the grandmother says she agreed to lend Scott $2,000. She then discovered that Scott changed the check amount to $12,000 after she left and uh, was left with insufficient funds while grocery shopping. I would add on the punitive charge of making or have to discuss Matlock with her grandmother. All right. (laughs) Another incident occurred in June of 21. Scott's grandmother discovered Scott had ordered new checks with her name and bank account printed on them but that they were being shipped to her granddaughter. Scott has three prior convictions of financial crimes. You know, targeting people, older people with this sort of stuff is just an extra level, especially family members. You've your own yeah, grandmother. Yeah, gum gum. Awful. As summer approaches, illegal ATVs and dirt bikes can 
continue to be a problem on the city streets, but Philadelphia is not alone in dealing with the issue. Lawmakers from across Pennsylvania are now working to come up with better ways to crack down on the illegal riders. Uh, activities that involve scenes where dozens, sometimes more than 100 uh, of people ride the illegal vehicles through the streets of Philadelphia. In many cases caught on video, the drivers ignore stop signs and traffic lights, putting commuters and pedestrians at risk. They're also putting themselves at risk. Have you guys ever seen uh, these oh, guys yeah. out and about? I've never seen the big horde. Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah. It's wild. Because Where did you, you see it, Case? Uh, I was um, just outside the Comcast Center. It was oh. the night before the... Uh, Tour to shore. I usually stay in the city, right. and so I was having a cigar with my cousins, and uh, I was just sitting there, and you hear this like low rumbling. It's like yeah. this weird thing. You kind of hear it in the distance, and then all of a sudden, it just is right upon you, and it doesn't end. I mean, it just went on forever and ever and ever. How many would you estimate? Oh, hundreds. Uh, hundreds. Yeah, wow. easily hundreds. And, and it's pretty scary. Well, I saw the tail. Is. I saw the tail end of it on the Vine Expressway, so I wasn't in the mix, but I could see like the the guys at the end, and I'm like, even that, I was like, I'm I kind of like stayed back until they were cleared. Sure. Yeah, here's, uh, you know, here's my fear, Kath, is that, you know, listen, you know, it's it's too much for the police to handle. That, that's the problem. My, my, it, my fear is that somebody else is going to handle this. Do you know what I mean? Like somebody else that... that like a vigilante? That, vigilantes. Tease. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. uh, more, like more so. My, my fear like is Batman. a little different. Uh, my fear is I'm sitting there and all of a sudden this this thing comes up, all the these right. entire groups. Distracts I, I switch lanes and all of a sudden somebody slams into me and the next thing you know. Oh, yeah. 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 They're, they're ripping my car. Well, that's yeah. what happened. You know, it does yeah. happen. 300 people are jumping so, up and down on your of car. A, a minor little accident yeah, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden turns into, we're going to kill you. Actually, you know, that happened. That, 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 uh, that um, kind of a gang mentality that can take <laughs> over in groups of people. Do you remember the footage of the guys, yeah, uh, I think yeah. it was in New York, the one that grabbed like that. a cinder block and mm-hmm. smashed it on the car? Yeah. Awful. On Tuesday night, lawmakers and law enforcement officials from across the state gathered in Allentown to discuss the issue. While nothing solid was agreed upon, the general consensus was to develop a statewide policy that both develops some kind of licensing and registration system and designates more locations where AT- ATVs and dirt bike riders can legally operate those vehicles. So, Kat, did you see they um, so they put rumble strips in front of the art museum to combat this, so people wouldn't ride uh, up and down steps. The, the steps and stuff like that. The problem Jeez. is they painted the rumble strips so it looks like a crosswalk. Did you see that at all? No. Uh-uh. Okay, yeah. So they painted the rumble strips, and now people are mistaking the rumble strips for a crosswalk. What, across no. the parkway? Uh, yeah. Oh, people oh, are trying to walk across. Oh, trying to walk Aikens across Aikens Oval. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Pennsylvania State Representative Joanna McClinton says she is hopeful some kind of state legislation will be written up sometime this year, but details have yet to be confirmed. I'd love to hear from somebody who loves this type of thing. Right, right, like, yeah. I, I mean, we all don't, and, uh, and I kind of find it abhorrent, but... Um, it, give me a reason why this is good. And it's I'll, not good. I know, <laughs> but, I'll but give some, me. I, I'd like to hear a, a, yeah. a counter argument. Yeah, they're PR people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reach out to us. Well, it's dangerous. That's yeah. what, you know, yeah. what I mean? that's the main problem. It's dangerous for the people on the street. It's dangerous for them and and for the police too. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. So hopefully they can uh, you know do something about it. All right, let's do sports this morning. What is that? 
The Sixers lost to the Heat in Game 2 of their Eastern Conference semifinal matchup. Pam Adebayo scored 23 points. Jimmy Butler had 22 and 12 assists. And the Heat beat the Sixers 119-103 to for a two-games-to-none lead. Tyrese Maxey scored 34 points for the Sixers, who got 21 from Tobias Harris and 20 from James Harden. What the f***? Game three is back here in Philly tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. The Phillies lost to the Texas Rangers last night at the ballpark. (laughs) Former Philly Brad Miller hit a two-run single in the 10th inning to give the Rangers a 2-1 win. Marcus Simeon doubled and had two hits for the Rangers, who won four in a row after sweeping the two-game series. Nick Castellanos doubled and had three hits for the Phils, who have lost four of five since a four-game winning streak. Tonight, the first-place Mets come to town for a four-game series. Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is set for 645. And in the NHL playoffs, the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Boston Bruins 5-2 to take a 2-0 series lead. The Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Toronto Maple Leafs 5-3, and that series is now tied at 1. In the Western Conference, the Minnesota Wild beat the St. Louis Blues 6-2. That series is tied at 1, and the Edmonton Oilers beat the LA Kings 6-0, and that series is also tied at one game apiece. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kathy. So, we're uh, together on a Thursday morning, yet uh, more cash to give away uh, today with concert cash and tickets to MMRBQ, which is approaching. Don't forget, that's coming up on the 21st of this month. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! It's just weeks away, and uh, we'd love to see you there, and we'd love to have uh, some extra money in your pocket, so make sure that you're listening for the Concert Cash. We'll get that started at 8 a.m. Uh, we have a guest on the program. We're going to have Matt Rambo. Yeah. Who is from the Wings, the Philadelphia Wings. I Will- want what they want. <laughs> <laughs> a, a championship? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. yes. I want what, what they, they want. want. Yeah, so they are, uh, the Wings are actually in the playoffs. First time in years that this has happened. Uh, So we're going to talk to Rambo later on this morning around 9 o'clock. The other team's going to need body back. That's right. So we'll see where his head is at. And we also, this is uh, some of the best news I've seen all day. Not only is it Cinco de Mayo, it is also Primo Hoagies. It's National Hoagie Day. And Primo's dropping off some food, and we're going to share that with you because we're going to have gift cards to give away. Excellent. I'm starving. So oh, good, that's good. A good thing. Perfect timing then. Very much looking forward to getting some food this morning. All right, uh, we have that taking place and several other things. We'll just have a good time. That's what we try to do is we're inching towards the weekend. We'll take a quick break, come back in a second. We'll have more from the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. <laughs> oh, uh, And a few other stories to get into when we return, as well as the stupid questions and things to give away. I'll do a Cinco de Mayo-themed question for you today. We'll be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, I promised I was going to do a Cinco de Mayo themed stupid question, so therefore I shall. And uh, we're going to give away a pair of tickets uh, for 
Uh, the at Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia, by the way, it is the what is the name of the damn tour? It is the uh, Funny How Tour. Oh, and we're going to give that away if you can answer this question correctly. Cinco de Mayo commemorates a single battle, and what is that battle known as? Mm. What has it been come to known as? Two one five two six three WMMR. All right, Cinco de Mayo commemorates a single battle, and what is that battle known as? Two one five. 263 WMMR. I'm going to go through some birthdays today, being Thursday, May 5th, and it is Bill Ward of Black Sabbath's birthday. Uh, the drummer is 74 years old. He had kind of a falling out with the band. He did, when they didn't were he? Yeah. Again. yeah. And, um, who, who, who knew you then? He had some uh, health issues. and um, Go to hell. Uh, the band was like, well, we probably shouldn't do this with you. And it got a little bit ugly, but I think they kind of mended ways uh, indirectly with words. Uh, and in some money, I think. Yeah. yeah, I believe so. But he turns uh, 74 years old today. So happy birthday to Mr. Bill Ward. Uh, Michael Palin's birthday is today. Ah. Monty Python member. Uh, he is celebrating his 79th birthday today. He he's was uh, Ken coming to kill me in uh, Fish Called Wanda. And he's a world traveler, too. He's done a lot of documentaries from around That's the world. Right. Yeah, had that series. Yeah. I like, he seems of those, of that crew, one of the really likable ones yes. to me personally. Like you probably hang with him. Yeah, him yeah. and Eric Idle seem like a couple of guys you could you could hang out with. Here we go. <laughs> 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 that scene, and after after John Cleese goes, oh, Cathcart Towers Hotel. He goes, Cathcart Towers Hotel. He's <laughs> like, so you just spit it out immediately. Uh, so Michael Palin is seventy nine years old. Here's a name you haven't heard in a while. Uh-huh. Tina Yothers oh, has her yeah. birthday today. That was one of our earliest interviews at Y one hundred, Preston. Yeah, Tina she, Yothers from Family Ties. Yeah, Jennifer Keaton, and yeah, she tried to break into the music industry with a band, and they were just okay. And so we interviewed her. And, you know, most people it, thought Tina Yothers has a rock band. I'm in. Right? Yeah. yeah. It just didn't take off. For I her. met Tina Yothers at a Debbie Gibson concert. She sat two rows behind me. Wow. Uh, and you I, had better seats than Tina Yothers. <laughs> well, because my cousin Oh, that's for right. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I met her at, at the But it was like in, you know, like she, I still knew her from family for ties. Sure, sure, you know? yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe she was there because of her mu- music career. I don't know. Uh, but she was very nice. Signed an autograph for, you know, all of us. We were young. Okay. Sheer Kurthy. By the way, she's 49 oh years old God. today. I know she was the kid on that show. She was she was a likable kid. That's always a risky proposition. Yeah. Uh, Steve, here's, I know, uh, a guy you dig, and we had a great time with him in the studio, Lance Henriksen. Oh, oh yeah. God, he's uh, awesome. Celebrates a birthday today. He's been in great movies such as uh, The Right Stuff and The Terminator and the Alien movies. He's um, also in one of my favorite uh, TV series of all time. It, it, it didn't do the full run, had I had hoped, but it was called Mill- Millennium. Yeah. And he was sensational. Man, it was the darkest TV show I think I've ever seen on regular broadcast television. He did something really funny here in the studio. He was in for an interview, <laughs> and we had a really attractive girl who was in here. I don't remember if it was an intern or a guest oh, or Brittany. whatever. It was, was it Brittany? Brittany? Yeah. It was Brittany. Okay, oh so God. Brittany, Brittany was here, and uh, Lance is getting ready to leave, and he goes, he goes, oops. <laughs> And he drops his hotel room key on the floor. <laughs> As if she were to pick it up. And it was a really funny move. Uh, he's 82 years old, yeah, by the way. So he's still great. pretty spry. Uh, Brian Williams, the NBC News anchor, is 63 today. 
retired now, right, from yeah. uh, regular broadcast news. I don't know what else he's... he's... He was doing, like, uh, MSNBC for a stretch, yeah. but I think he I think he might be stepping down from that as well. Yes, no, that, that, uh, that was a big announcement. Uh, Jonathan Rhys-Davies, who has uh, a foothold in some really cool pop culture stuff. He was Sala in the Indiana Jones films, and then Gimli... Uh, Gimli, Lord of the Rings, and uh, 78 years old today. It's amazing when you look at that. Uh, they did practical effects for a lot of that size yeah. difference thing. Yeah. And the precision that they used, you know, where, where a table would be right up in front of the camera, and then they had a little teeny tiny portion of the table right next to it. Yep. But it all worked. It looked amazing. Yep, agreed. And uh, he turned 78 years old today. Uh, it's Henry Cavill's birthday today. Uh. My favorite Superman. Uh, uh, he's fair. really he's, he's yep. perfect in the role. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, we think in Chris Reeves or yeah. I just thought like maybe um, you know like the, when it was first brought to the big screen with Richard Donner and and that, like that era of Superman. I love Christopher Reeve. I love Richard Donner. I, I really, but I think I think um, I I love Henry Cavill I, and yeah. I think um, the the whole Zack Snyder. It's, for some, it's considered sacrilege, and others uh, agree. But it's just a—they're all good. Like yeah. people say, "Who's your favorite Batman?" I love them all, right. you know. But um, I mean, Dean Cain. How can Dean Cain? I I used to uh, follow Henry Cavill on uh, Instagram, and then I had to stop because I felt so bad about myself. Like, oh my god, the, the pictures that he posts. I'm like, that's a man, and I am not. He is the guy is <laughs> incredibly good looking and in unbelievable shape. Like, there's there's a I think it's a 10 minute YouTube video of women kind of getting giddy around him. <laughs> oh, and really? It's, it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> I like, need to see that. Like. Like A level actresses, <laughs> yeah, it's That's hilarious. Funny. Yeah, but right, he's a really like, he's like a nerd gamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very likable. That's cool. Dude. I like that. Uh, also, turning a year older today is Danielle Fischel, Boy Meets World. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Topanga. She is uh, forty-one years old. That's right, Topanga. What was there was like something with her on our show, right? Yeah, yeah. So she was. There was a report that uh, she was at a bar in Center City. And her and a girl kissed. I think they were doing the, you know. Was it Victory? What's that? Was it Victory? No, it wasn't Victory. It was at the ballpark, wasn't it? Yeah, what's the name of the? We used to be at McFadden's. McFadden's. Yep, I think it was at McFadden's, but I don't know if it was at that. Was it at the ballpark? Yeah, it was, Marissa? Yeah, she was there for an appearance. It was years ago, and there's photos of it. It happened. Okay, (laughs) and we had her on the next day, and we asked her about it, and she, like, clammed up immediately. (laughs) Did she hang up? She did. Yeah. She didn't really care for the line of questioning. we weren't being... No. Uh, we were just, yeah. it happened. We were asking about it. We thought it was kind of fun, and actually. That's how the interview ended. I don't hold it against her. She's <laughs> uh, she's 41 years old today. And then the last birthday is Brooke Hogan. Oh! Reality TV star. And recording superstar. <laughs> uh, daughter of Hulk Hogan. Was it Hogan Knows Best? Hogan Knows one? Best. Yeah. And uh, as you remember, Hulk Hogan started dating one of her friends. Oh, my God. Um, unbelievable. <sighs> yeah. She's 34 today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Cinco de Mayo uh, commemorates a single battle. What is that battle known as? And I'm going to go to Dan to see if we can get the answer. Hi, Dan. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. All right, Dan, what is the battle known as? The battle uh, known as uh, the Battle of Puebla or Los Battles de Puebla. Oh, I'll take that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The Battle of Puebla. Hang on just a second, Dan. We are going to give you... Parenting C2 of the Nation, top comedians Eric D'Alessandro and Vic DiPetito together for the first time Friday, May 13th, live casino and hotel, Philadelphia. It's the launch of their much-anticipated Funny How Tour. 
Showtime, 10 o'clock. Tickets on sale now via AXS.com. You have to be at least 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's begin with Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. During her emotional testimony yesterday, Amber detailed the first time she said that uh, Johnny Depp allegedly hit her. Uh, Heard told the jury that she had asked the Pirates of the Caribbean actor a question about his famous Wino Forever tattoo, and he slapped her across the face. Is that what we have That's here? That's it, yes. All right, Case, could you oh. pull up the uh, uh, the clip? We have a little bit of audio from the testimony, uh, and let's it, no. uh, yeah, there it is. All right, here we go. She says her describing the hit. We were talking. He was drinking, and um, I didn't realize at the time, but I think he was using cocaine. We're sitting next to each other on the couch, and I asked him about the tattoo he has on his arm. I didn't know what it said. And I said, what does it say? And he um, said it says, why no? I didn't see that. I thought he was joking uh, because it didn't look like it said that at all. And I laughed. And... Slap me across the face. He said, you think it's so funny? You think it's funny, You think you're a funny, And he slapped me again. Now, that was the tattoo that used to say Winona Forever, remember? Right. It was a cover-up. Yep. He had a change to Wino Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen the cover-up. It doesn't look that good. I could see where she was confused. All right, and then she I talks about... I still don't understand why, the, like, ne- this is just... It's all out there. I mean, there's like a transcript of what both of them did to each other. Like, yeah. I, I don't understand why they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Well, right. we, we go back to the one thing. He, it is his mission to, quote unquote, clear his name. I, mean, I don't think this is doing this is any happening. good. Yeah. All right. And then we have uh, her speaking of a body cavity search. Yes. Here's that clip. He rips my underwear off and then he... Proceeds to do a cavity search. He was looking. He said he was looking for his drugs, his cocaine, his coke, and he was telling me we're doing, we're gonna, we're gonna conduct a cavity search, shall we? Like, just shoved his fingers inside me. Whoa! Didn't what you know? I didn't know what to do. I just stood it. Stood there. Well, he did that. So during the testimony, she also said there were two different sides to Deb. She said he was the love of my life, but he was also this other thing, and this other thing was an awful, awful thing that would come out and take over. You couldn't see the Johnny I loved underneath it. She said. So, wow, that's pretty startling testimony. Mm-hmm. So his thing also, Kathy, too. To, he says he and there, uh, there's proof that he has lost roles. Because, because of the perception, so for, uh, for him, he, he he considers it a financial concern. But uh, you know, oh my god! All right, let's move on to sex tapes. How yeah, about much right. better. Right. Ray J has come forward, the legendary Ray J, that Kim Kardashian and her mother Kris Jenner orchestrated the release of their 2007 sex tape. We knew that. During an interview with the Daily Mail, the singer and entrepreneur and said that uh, despite the narrative, he never leaked he and Kim's sex tape. He explained, I've never leaked anything. I've never leaked a sex tape in my life. It has never been a leak. It's always been a deal and a partnership between Chris Jenner and Kim and me, and we've always been partners since the beginning of this thing. Ray J said that he pitched Kim the idea of releasing the tape after seeing how a sex tape made Paris Hilton famous. 
Ray J said that Kim told her mom the idea and they signed a contract for two tapes. The one that was released in 2007 that was filmed during a vacation in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. And the unreleased one created in Santa Barbara, California. Ray J says that all of the tapes are in Kim's possession, saying she kept them all. I never had a tape in my possession in our whole relationship. She's always had all the tapes in a Nike shoebox under her bed. So it's secure. And I'm sure she has bigger beds now and better boxes. That's how it came about, he said. You remember when this initially was going on uh, and the tapes were released and all this information was coming out. And right from the beginning, there was this story that they had negotiated a deal for the release. Whether that was, look, we're going to release it anyway, so, you know, make it financially yeah. um, worth your while. If right. that was the, the predicate for it, I don't know. But that was always the perception from the get-go that they were, they were in on it. And it's like, well, if it's going to happen, might as well make some money. Yeah. It's pretty crazy to think that uh, that her mom was a part of oh, that's weird. releasing like, we, that. I think... Usually, your dad, at least in yeah. my case, he yeah, negotiated yeah. all my sex tapes. His dad, her dad wasn't around. And so, but he was, you know. oh, that's true. He was a lawyer. Yeah. It we would have made more sense. We were just talking yesterday about how we like can't have a sex conversation with our parents, yet her mom helped release her sex tape. She's I, a visionary. Kathy, Kathy, one, she's one, a visionary. One level further, she was the set designer. <laughs> uh, Ray J added that he regrets the release of the tape and felt suicidal when the family built an empire uh, from a lie they've created. He added, as a black man living and working in America, it's hard to get up every day and look out at the water or look at my family. They sit on a throne of lies. And know that they think something about you when you know it's a thousand percent the other way. As a result of his involvement in the tape, he said he lost the opportunity to do Dancing with the Stars oh, no. and America's Got Talent. He's done quite well since then. Ray J, what does he do? He has a reality show star. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Ray J revealed that he decided to speak out because Kim has defamed him. And during a recent episode of The Kardashians, Kim claimed that Ray J might be in possession of a video that showed him sticking a dildo in my butt, basically, is what she says. <laughs> I don't know what we can say or not. But anyhow, as far as the tape that Kanye picked up and returned to Kim... Ray J said that he did indeed have a laptop that contained intimate photos of their from their relationship, and he met with Kanye at a private terminal of LAX. Talk about the situation. Kanye viewed the content, took it, and left. Uh, he also shared a few DMs that he sent to Kim, where he explained to her that saying that her doing that comment yes, yes, right. made him look like uh, a dirty perv. Uh, you look like a dirty perv. Uh, Kim responded saying that the comment was a joke and she was laughing when she said it. Which is so. true in the video when she yeah. talks about it. Here yeah. are two uh, fun facts about Ray J that I, I may have known but uh, had forgotten. Um, his sister is Brandy. Yep. Yeah. And uh, his cousin is Snoop Dogg. I didn't know I that. didn't know the Snoop Dogg I knew the thing. Brandy thing. Hmm. And you remember this clip is the old women watching the actual sex tape and commenting on his junk. The end is purple. That is correct, yes. All right, uh, here's a follow-up story. The man who attacked Dave Chappelle on stage was arrested. His name is Isaiah Lee. He <laughs> was carrying a plastic replica gun that oh contained a knife blade. <gasps> yeah. What the hell? was taken into custody for assault with a deadly weapon. He yeah. figured it'd be wise to smuggle the knife in on a and gun. In a gun, a fake gun. Yeah. It's just a gun. Yeah. No. <laughs> Did you see his arm? Did you see any pictures of it's him on the no, I, I heard it was busted up. Oh, yeah. They, so kicked, they kicked his ass pretty hard, didn't he's, they? He's sitting on the uh, stretcher, Preston, and, and at the elbow joint oh, is gross. back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
According to reports, the incident occurred just after the comedian told the crowd that he needed to ramp up security due to backflash from his remarks about the trans community last year. Lee was corralled by security and fellow comedian Jamie Foxx's Chappelle joked, it's a trans man, which caused some backlash online once again. Uh, a Chappelle spokesperson for Deadline uh, told Deadline in a statement, uh, Dave Chappelle celebrated four nights of comedy and music setting record-breaking sales for a comedian at the Hollywood Bowl. The run ties Chappelle with Monty Python for the most headline shows by any comedian at the Hollywood Bowl, reaching 70,000 fans of diverse backgrounds during his first Netflix is a Joke, the festival, and he refuses to allow last night's incident to overshadow the magic of this historic moment. So I was watching a security guard. Uh, they were uh, using him as an expert to discuss the Hollywood Bowl. And the security guard who'd worked at Hollywood Bowl a number of times said it's one of the worst venues, uh, Preston, because, uh, as you said yesterday, the stage is so long yeah. that to cover it yeah. is they almost need, impossible. They need yeah. people like all a whole along, army yeah. of people. Yeah. yeah. Kim Cattrall is not mincing words. She will never be back uh, as Sex in the City icon Samantha. It's over! Uh, nothing's over. Nothing's over! Uh, the up- nothing is over! Nothing! The upcoming Queers Folk star... Revealed after turning down the script for the third Sex and the City film in 2017, she was not approached for the HBO Max revival series. It stinks! And just like that. I read your script. It stinks. Uh, the, the, ser- the series is basically the third movie. That's how creative it was, she said. Uh, this is in a Variety cover story. Uh, she said, I was never asked to be a part of the reboot. I made my feelings clear after the possible third movie, so I found out about it like everyone else did on social media. I thought there'd be a chef in the kitchen and a whore in the bedroom. <laughs> uh, Control's sex positive, positive character, Samantha, reportedly was going to be a part of a heartbreaking storyline involving her receiving unwanted D-pics uh. from Miranda's son, Brady. Whoa. Then 14 years old at the time of the anticipated third movie and now a high school senior in And Just Like That. Uh, Troll, who now stars in Hulu's How I Met Your Father sitcom, explained the idea that ideally some kind of event would need to happen to warrant her appearance in the third film, uh, let alone a reboot series. I'm getting the impression that uh, the, they didn't all get along, or they didn't get along with her. Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah. Most of the run of the series. Yep, yep. And she but said she was a, a fan favorite, so they, you know, stuck it out. She said, why can't Samantha, who owns her own PR company, maybe she had to sell it because of financial woes. 2008 was tough. Uh, she speculated of different plot line for Samantha. Some people are still recovering. She had to sell it to some guy who's wearing a hoodie, and that's the dilemma she has. I mean, that's a scenario that was kind of off the top of one of my rep's heads, and I thought, that's a great idea. That's a conflict instead of an underage boy. Thanks. Uh, she added, though, uh, that it's a great wisdom to know when enough is enough when playing a character. I also didn't want to compromise what the show was to me. Uh, the way forward seemed clear. Everything in me went, I'm done. And when you can't go against that feeling, I don't ever want to be on a set and not be there. So she's saying all kinds of things, it's but she's true. She has no, uh, uh, no interest at all. That's it. Done. That over. Yeah. So she's finished. It's over. Yeah. All right. Well, this isn't over. This is taking off. Kaylee Cuoco and Ozark actor Tom Pelfrey. Oh, Pelfrey, Tom we're going to have him Pelfrey. on tomorrow. Yeah, yeah we're going to have him on tomorrow. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Excellent. Uh, the flight attendant star took to Instagram with Polaroid pictures of the two snuggling together during oh. a scenic mountain vacation. Good for Aww. him. He captioned the pictures, uh, or she captioned the pictures saying, Life Lately. The sun breaks through the clouds. Oh, Rays of gold slipping mm. to my eyes and heart. 
Rays of yellow to break the gray. It's very beautiful. <laughs> He's from Jersey, by the way. He's Who, Rambo? <laughs> I don't know where Rambo's from. I am. You are? I'm from New Jersey. Yes. I thought you were from like, South Colorado. Runnymede. <laughs> no, Tom Pelfrey. Uh, oh, Pelfrey also shared pics writing in part, it is too simple that there is this much good in the world and you don't know how to have it. Uh, and it makes you wonder what it was that you lost, that, what it was you lost your place. Been come to known as. Thank you. Then you catch a breeze so warm and ripe. It makes, you know, a ripe that breeze. That is such a is ripe not, breeze. That's, Whoa! That is right. Whoa! What did you eat? <laughs> he said, then you catch a breeze so warm and ripe. It makes you hope that someone will come who can, who oh, also oh, yeah. cannot save you, but who will think that you are worth saving. You know? Okay. Like, it's, it's too okay. early to post stuff like this. Nick, this will be what you will read to us in about seven months <laughs> right? when they break oh, up. Come on, uh, man. And, 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 Enjoy uh, it. You can have fun with it, but, like... Don't don't do it like to this level. Don't on go yes. Don't go Lord Byron in the first. Right. Come on. Mm-hmm. And I really like Tom Pelfrey. I think he's a great actor. Casey and I kind of fell in love with the dude. Kind of love him a little bit. And uh, <laughs> when he was on Ozark last season, and he's just a great actor. Um, and now and I love her. I, I do too. And I love her. Uh, now I'm a little worried for them both. Steve, that that rambling reminds me of uh, you did a, a parody of The Bachelor one time. Oh, yeah. so you are the denim in my sails. <laughs> The wind in my pants. (laughs) Unbelievable. Uh, So, yeah, Cuoco filed for divorce from Carl Cook last September after. The sun farts over the horizon. (laughs) Wait, what? What? I don't think that's a a thing. They're trying. Instagram poetry is the best. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. yeah, are they trying to capture cans on that thing? I like Kaylee Cuoco a lot, uh, and uh, this guy seems very talented. And, uh, but yeah. I think, don't you? It's, isn't it like when you find out you're pregnant? Don't you wait till like the first yes. trimester? Yeah, right, right, right. Sure you before you start zone. getting that gooey. And she just had two rel- <laughs> relatively public divorces. <laughs> yeah. So like, yes. this is in very recent history. So, and, but he's like Elf. He's like, I'm in, I'm in yeah. love. Yeah. I'm in love. I don't care who knows it. You How about, my pants. How about if, you, if you want to declare this, why don't you say, some, let's be more practical and say something like, we're trying it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, this no. is, I'm having fun. We're trying this out. You know, I, ho- I hope it goes to this. And, and text, Wouldn't that be nice? Text that to your friends. Don't post it on Instagram right. for the entire world to see. Mm. Or you could just say, life lately, the sun breaks. What, how's the quote go again? Oh, life lately. <laughs> The sun breaks through the clouds, rays of gold slipping to my eyes and heart, rays of yellow to break the gray. Whatever that means. Is that? <laughs> okay. And look, for a second there, it looked like it was in quotation marks. I didn't know if she was quoting somebody else. I like this music, though. Where did this come from? Uh, it's Paige McConnell. Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm feeling a little frisky today. <laughs> I'm not always trying to kill Charlie in the bush. Some mornings I like to go for a walk. Yeah. Is this you tickling the ivories at home? Yeah. Makes me feel this sort of a zen moment. Uh, so, now a little Henry Mancini. Uh, Cuoco filed for divorce from Carl Cook last September after three years of marriage. She was previously married to tennis pro Ryan Sweeting. For 71 seconds. Uh, no, for three years. Okay. Two, or two years, 2013, 2015. So, yeah, she kind of, you know, but there's some people, listen, we know people. Yeah. Who dive hard at the beginning yeah. and they, they go a little too deep, too they quick. Do. Too quick. 
Uh, and it's okay to be passionate. But I, I think that's in the nature of sure. some people, you know? Maybe yeah. that's what makes a good actor or actress. I don't know. Maybe. Speaking of good actors or actresses, Elizabeth Olsen mm. recently told Harper's Bazaar UK that it's amazing to be the younger sibling to twins. She said of her older sisters, May, Kate, and Ashley Olsen, if I was spoiled by one, the other one wanted to match it, and I mm. loved it. Uh, by the time the WandaVision star was born in 1989, the twins were already starring on Full House, which gave Elizabeth a lot of insecurity. She shared, I've always felt that presence, which made me work harder and maybe have a chip on my shoulder to be over-prepared and disciplined so I could feel like I'm really earning it. She's pretty amazing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, she's really great. Uh, you got, well, we'll... I can't wait to hear yeah, the review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nick and Casey saw uh, the uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange film last night. Yeah. And I want to hear what you guys thought about it. I have heard nothing yet. Technically, I saw it first because I sat one row in front of Nick. Okay, oh, so yeah. by speed of light, yeah. no. you were slightly <laughs> ahead of him. I uh, understand by the way, that. she is as close to perfection as you could possibly get. She's just great. Yeah. We'll hear about that in a little bit. Um, this is interesting. General Hospital alum, Steve Burton. Yeah. This, he, he has a real-life... Uh, soap opera thing going on. His own life is better than General Hospital. He announced on Instagram Wednesday that his wife, Cherie Gustin, is pregnant with another man's child. Now, that that sounds like right. Right, it's out of a, a, a soap. Who's the father? Uh, he wrote, I wanted to clear something up. Cherie and I are separated. She recently announced she's expecting her fourth child. The child is not mine. That's all he wrote. Uh, they've been married since 1999, and they share three children, but they are in a strange... Did you ask you? Who's the father of this child? Uh, the I, it's you. <laughs> it's not me. Who is it? His name is John Rambo. <laughs> I'm sorry for knocking up your woman. And then they go on Maury and John yeah, right, Rambo. Yeah. He's got to be there with I told him. you, bitch. <laughs> Rambo, what do you Ooh, want? He starts running around. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> I want what they want. Paternity tests yeah. with Maury. All right. So, anyhow, that was announced officially. Uh, he is, yeah. He's <laughs> and he he's got that uh, soap star look, and oh, the yeah. wife has that soap star look. And uh, there you go, oh, man. I was uh, the other day, just in the middle of the day, I was home and flipping around, and I came across. I have no idea what soap opera it was, and it is just so funny to watch. The dynamics. It's been in soap operas forever of the older uh, rich woman and the super younger hot guy Mm -hmm. boy toy. Right, right, right. They still play that up. Like crazy, like uh, and uh, who is who is the the queen for the longest time was uh, um, Lucci. Lu- yeah, Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci. Oh, yeah. She yeah, had Erica guys, Kane. Erica Kane. Yeah, all the guys were. Uh-huh. At, and then she um, started to gravitate towards uh, you know people more age appropriate. But that stuff still exists on the show. I remember she went years without winning an award. It yeah, wasn't an, an Emmy. Emmy. Yeah. Yeah. Did she ever win? She, yeah, did. she did. She, did. she got okay. more heat. Off of not winning, yeah, than she did she off of winning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like eighteen years straight nomination, yeah. never won, and then when she did win, it was a big. I mean, that was her game. career; like she yeah. had a full career on soap operas. My favorite mechanism that opera. every soap opera employs is the the revelation. It's not, it's not. I'm not the father. Mm-hmm. All right, they go to the commercial. They go to another story. They go to two more stories. They come and back, <laughs> and they're still standing there looking at each other. Yep. Like, yep. Are you going to say anything? Steve used to play a clip we used to have of Susan Lucci. Was uh, you get away from you, yeah, you disgusting, disgusting, disgusting beast? Yeah, I have that. Uh, do you still have yep, that? Yep, yep. 
Because uh, from me, you, you disgusting, disgusting beast. Yeah, that. <laughs> Oh, this is so real. She was yeah. probably talking to whoever she nope. was in love with. The it was out in the wilderness. It was a bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's her yelling at a bear. We saw it, and we're like, <laughs> "You disgusting, disgusting beast!" <laughs> we just thought it was so stupid. <laughs> She's still alive, right? Your salmon. Oh my god! I plucked it out of the river with you in mind. I know we're not the same species, and I know this is going to be tough. But if you would be my wife, you'd make me the happiest bear in this cave. <laughs> and she wasn't having it, man. No. She was. She thought he was disgusting. So it's a sad moment for the bear. Um, she had that power, though. Yep. She's alive, right? Yeah, yeah I believe so. Uh, yeah. Her husband yeah. just recently passed away, though. Yeah, the bear. Oh, okay. Uh, the bear. I want to tell you something. I've always loved you. That's him on the deathbed? From the first moment I left my spore at the foot of your bed. <laughs> my spore. <laughs> get enough spore references on this. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, a couple other quick things. Uh, Janelle Monet, who I love. Very talented. Uh, is going to be embodying legendary entertainer and French resistance agent Josephine Baker. That's really good casting. That's a hell of a story. It's been done before, uh, but it's a, it's a pretty riveting story. It'll be in a series called uh, De La Resistance. De La Resistance. Uh, and it's produced by Monet under the, the company Wonderland. The TV series will center on Baker's role as a spy for the Allies during the French Resistance, helping defeat the Nazis, and on her experience as one of the world's most iconic, talented, and glamorous entertainers. Uh, born in St. Louis, Baker gained recognition for her performances in the chorus lines on Broadway. Uh, she achieved more fame when she started dancing in the 1920s in Paris, making a name for herself at the Follies Bergère. Uh, Baker's dance, uh, uh, Savage, where she wore only a small skirt of bananas and a set of long pearl necklaces, became one of her most well-known acts. Uh, didn't Halle Berry play her as well? Uh, not sure. Yeah, yeah. But she would be a good choice right. as well. Uh, Janelle seems to be a little more statuesque. Well, also. Like, uh, like, Janelle, uh, like um, uh, Josephine Baker was. But she could sing, too. Which yes. Halle, yeah, Halle Berry. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, she went on uh, to be the first black woman to star in a major feature film in the 1927 silent film Siren of the Tropics in World War II. Uh, she joined French intelligence as a spy, becoming a key figure in the French resistance as she used her entertainer status to gather intel on the Axis country. I remember, so, like, of that time, and it was such an amazing thing, and, and uh, uh, you know, she would play at these resorts and these places uh, that she couldn't actually stay at. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And she was yeah. one of the most famous people yeah, yeah, in the yeah. world at the time. Uh, let's see. How about this? Um, the Peacock revival of 1990s teen comedy series Saved by the Bell will not return for a third season. Uh. It was announced yesterday. The cancellation comes just a month after the reboot of the classic NBC sitcom One Outstanding Comedy Series at the Glad Media Awards. The second season of the show debuted in November with all ten episodes dropping uh, the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, the updated series was set at the fictional Bayside High School with the show featuring a bigger and more diverse cast. Uh, the new series did bring back original cast members Elizabeth Berkley and Mario Lopez, but adding new cast members, also Mark Paul Gossler 
and fellow original series stars uh, Tiffany Thiessen and Lark Voorhees made uh, several appearances on the rebooted show, but they have canceled it. I liked it, but I, I, I kind of, you know, left it after a couple episodes. Marissa, you're the biggest Say by the Bell fan. Did you, have you been sticking with it? Uh, it was cute. I really enjoyed it. I think it's in this weird grasp where it's appealing to the audience of people who watch the original show, and it's hard to build a new audience of people who don't know it. I think you're right. If they'd yeah. have gone more full, um, here's the old cast. Yeah. Because uh, they weren't quite doing either uh, of those any like, service. We've seen it a million times. Like It goes back to, like I think, of uh, Jaden Smith playing the Karate Kid. Right, right, like, right. Was that for a new audience of people who they thought would enjoy the Karate Kid, or was it for people who love and grew up on the Karate or Kid? Or finally remember, yeah. And right. then judge this based on the one they knew. It's tough. All right, so they bailed on it. It's gone. And our, it's you know, over! Yeah, the two seasons. That one oh. is over, Johnny. Oh. Sorry. That's it, it's over! All right, we're ready for the clips. It's time for clips! And... It's time for clips! Jeez. <laughs> Calm down. That's it, it's over! President's team in the morning! Get you right! <laughs> All right. Uh, true crime drama. Tenth color when you hear oh yeah, uh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Will you? True crime drama. The Ravine is based on true events, and in this clip, Eric Dane explains the hope and life lessons that he has learned while filming the faith-based film. Here we go. Whether you like it or not, whether you want it to or not, life keeps moving, and there is a lot of hope in this. Hopefully you walk away from this film understanding that there are virtually no set of circumstances that you can't find, you know, an inner harmony and inner peace with so that you can keep moving forward. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what this movie's about. It's a true... Uh, no, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, it is true crime drama. Is oh, it is three words you said. I'm sorry, it is, but it's this faith-based thing. So yeah, okay. uh, the ravine is in theaters on Friday. Here's the next clip. <laughs> the force of a forbidden spell that opens the doorway to the multiverse is too great for the combined forces of Strange, Wong, and Wanda combined in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And here, Benedict Cumberbatch explains grasp of the superhero i didn't have really much of a experience of comics in my childhood i had a few but not not the sort of marvel characters that i've come to know and love through the mcu and, and through playing strange but people who more in the know just said to me he's quite a big deal i had no idea it was a role for me it was an exciting role i didn't really project much about where this would take me or him so so part of me does still remain surprised at, 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 at its prominence and his importance Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness hits theaters on Friday, so we'll find out how that was. We had a screening of it last night. Uh, Casey and Nick went there, and I just want to hear their opinions with zero spoilers. Right. Yes, uh, coming up in a little bit, so we will find out about. He that. is a character that I am, uh, I, I'm totally into because, totally. I, and I was not, yeah, I was okay. I know Doctor Strange in the comic books, but man, uh, once, um, and I think a lot of has to do with him specifically playing the role. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, uh, your entertainment report. There it is in a nutshell. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget, in the uh, next hour, or less than an hour, MMR's Concert Cash, your chance to win $500 in MMRBQ tickets. We'll be back in a second. And it's uh, National Hoagie Day. Yeah. Our friends from Primo's will be arriving with some goodies for us and for you to win. So stay close. We'll have your chance to grab them. Test 
Long tube. Barn door. Low hanging fruit. Third leg of the stool. Dog like Bill West today, 2022 is coming on. But with the Daily Rush, you can celebrate it every day. Watch highlights from our Who Said It Besting game, including an appearance from the man about town himself. Oh, you're going to love him. Videos posted on PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, Santa's got to go. All right, we're going to talk about some stuff, but quickly, I do want to get a spoiler-free just reaction from uh, the Doctor Strange movie, which we had a screening of last night. Nick and Casey went there, so uh, what? Uh, I loved it. Opinion? Yeah, I loved it. Steve asked, and and I hate it when you ask me like to give it like a stars because like I don't I don't want to not give it four out of four because yeah. I really loved it a lot. Um, but it is pretty close to being four out of four. It's not what I expected. Uh, it was it's the scariest Marvel movie oh, I uh, ever have ever seen. Yeah, Sam Raimi, yeah. his director, was, uh, and from what I understand, he was brought into you know the Evil Dead, and, and obviously he did the, the original uh, uh, Spider Man. Uh, movies for Sony, so and uh, I'm glad I kind of went cool. in there with with expectations and they, of something else they, of something else. Yeah, that's and, cool. And, and it was not met, uh, and I was like, uh, okay, I, I love where this is going. Oh, that's there great. were so many like holy crap moments. Like <sighs> I can't believe they just did that. Like uh, yeah, just an amazing. I'm I, you know. I'm excited to go see it again. I'm gonna, I took my daughter last night. I'm taking my son. Uh, hopefully over the weekend. But uh, Nick. I, first, why did I think Giacchino was the... Because Danny Elfman did the music for it. Oh, and the music you... was amazing. Preston, there's one battle in particular where you're just going <laughs> to love the music in the battle. Right. But Everyone's he did, he did the original. Song. He did the original Doctor Strange music, so maybe that's why you thought. Maybe that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, he had like five other blockbusters. He had to work yeah, on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I might have said he, did, he was doing yeah. this one. But yeah, Casey, I agree with you. It's it's nearly perfect, if not perfect. Um, I think what Marvel does incredibly well is they just continue to tell and forward the story. And I think uh, Spider-Man was a really nice sort of wrap to um, the old Avengers universe and this movie is the next is the bridge into the next part of the Marvel okay. universe. So wherever okay. it's going this helps us get there. So that we, we sort of come a little bit more from the comic books uh, Preston, you and I, and we know that they, there's a synergy uh, that occurs in the in this timelines, and I believe this movie gets us there. I don't want you to tell me anything. Yeah, so we've heard yeah. some rumors. No spoilers, but, yeah, it, but it's, it's great. You're going to love it, and um uh, the only thing that I ever say about, like, uh, spoiler-wise or whatever, um, uh, there are post-credit scenes like there are in most Marvel movies. Okay. okay. Yeah, uh, there's very, two very, of them. Very yeah. impactful? Or just... nope. The first well, one is good. The yeah. second one, you don't have to. Okay. The right. second oh, one is no. just... Uh, yeah. It's it's a con- it, it's more uh, comedic. Okay. okay. It has... Right. No, it doesn't... It's the like second a one, scene. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't further the story at all, but everybody laughed at it, uh, you know, so, and so it was funny. Uh, I was like, mm, I could have been home five minutes earlier. <laughs> you know what I mean? All like, right. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I think um, you guys are going to be completely and totally on board with this. Love Excellent. it. Happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Movie opens tomorrow. We had a screening last night. It's great to do screenings, man. It's, it's really yep. cool to be in the audience uh, with a whole bunch of other people who are there for the same reason. Yep. All right, well, listen, uh, I got some stuff to sell. It's time to open oh. up the store. Let me flip the sign over here. He's the rural Doctor Strange himself. <laughs> Preston Elliott, proprietor <laughs> of the general store. Yep, and let's uh, peruse through here. And, and the multi-buzz of produce. <laughs> see what we can find. No, we're not going to. We're going to go to the personnel section. Oh, the personnel section. Uh, I saw this story, and I'm going to bring it down off the shelf. Um, there, There is... Wait a minute. This is... Wait, what, what is that? Put these out of well, order. who did this? Oh, man. And where were those pictures I was supposed to look at? What there's an order to them? Uh, well, no. Uh, there, there's an order to it's these height pages. Order. Oh, oh, oh. There's an order to these pages. Um, <laughs> this story's six foot two. <laughs> all right, here we go. 
Uh, a probate court judge Tuesday looked uh, uh, took under submission a Florida man's assertion that he is the grandson of Charles Manson. Uh-oh. This guy's been trying to get this through for a while. A claim uh, that's uh, being challenged by a former Manson pen pal as well as Manson's professed sister who are also vying to administer the late cult leader's estate. So there are these Your people... Kids go out for ice cream? <laughs> these people... I love you, Grandpa! ...fighting with each other to... to be attached. They claim yeah. that they are his his heirs. These are my favorite times playing catch with my grandson. It's so bizarre to see that these people really want the, everyone to know that they were related to Charles Manson. Meanwhile, like the ones that were probably directly related or closely yeah, related. You don't want anybody to know. Yeah. <laughs> they are not saying anything. Yeah. Well... Does this girl like you? Uh, during Tuesday's virtual hearing, Ruben Garcia said that he will decide by May 20th whether 45-year-old Jason Freeman of Bradenton, Florida, is indeed the son of Manson's late son, Charles Manson Jr., who was also named Charles J. White and who committed suicide in June 1993. Remember the fight that was going on for bone fragments? Uh, from, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, he was cremated, I guess, uh, had yeah. to be. And so there was this huge legal battle over who had ownership of those bone fragments. And it's who's entitled to his estate. Like, what did he have? What, yeah. What, what, or, or, or is it, He was or, on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, <laughs> Fred. <laughs> and this palatial cave. Yeah. Can they trade off his name now? Like, is there money to be made in 2022? Yes. That's All what right. I'm curious about, is is what kind of money can you make off of Charles Manson's name? So the Ghost Adventures guys, Zach Baggins, you know this guy who oh, owns yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the, the Museum of the Damned in Las Vegas? He's got, like, stuff from John Wayne Gacy, and he's got Kevorkian furniture from Kevorkian's waiting room, he has a couple of the Manson fragments. So there is a whole group of people that um, live in this realm and love to collect this stuff. That's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, Marissa wrote down that uh, rights and money from uh, books and movies and NFTs may be what he's after. But here's the deal. The guy hasn't taken a a DNA test. No. Wouldn't that be it? That's the determining factor, right? And he's not. So he either knows that he's not related I'm into or, crypto. or doesn't want to find out the truth and be wrong about it. I I don't know, but I would mm. think you could you could take care of that real quick. Yeah, absolutely. But um, maybe someone doesn't want to do that because right. they know it would prove they aren't related. Yeah. Yeah. Charles Manson. It's my grandfather. Yeah. It's it's wild how things have changed. How's it going, Scooter? I remember seeing uh you know, you know like in in earlier days that if you were related to a nefarious individual, you yourself just by relation could be, you know, boycotted yes. and, and treated poorly. Mm-hmm. People would distance themselves. I remember it was um uh uh Harvey uh um oh. Dude who shot Kennedy. Lee Harvey Oswald in in, in uh, movies depicted as like his family, his brother who had like nothing yeah. to do with him was yeah. treated very badly because of their, you know, just their relationship. Things are different now. Actually, you can make money off of somebody who was uh, infamous. I watched a documentary, Preston, about the daughter of Amon <clears throat> Goth, the, um, the... Yeah, the, Amon Goth, the, yeah. From uh, uh, Schindler's List. Yeah. Uh, and uh, just, uh, just, you know, beyond evil, just the absolute... Beyond evil, let's just put it that way. If you've seen the movie, you know the character, and it, it rings pretty true in the movie. And and she she's trying to make things right. She's trying, she, and she had nothing to do yeah. with it. Yeah. But she's trying to get in touch with people who were there, and mm-hmm. and the whole documentary is her trying to make amends for something that her, yeah. this this evil man. He was did. just evil. Yeah. He just liked 
killing and, and right. torturing yeah. people. Horrible. All right, let's go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, lighter yeah. than that. So this guy's trying That's to a serial killer. Island. Prove that he is the grandson Everybody. of uh, Charles Manson. All right, so how about this? The island of Nantucket. <laughs> Off the coast of uh, Massachusetts, what were you thinking of a dirty, dirty limerick? limerick. <laughs> I can't I help man, it. I'm a child. I am a child. I'm sorry. <laughs> is moving forward to allow people to go topless at all of his beach lit, uh, of its beaches, regardless of gender. Hmm. Wow, that's kind of shocking. It's a very upscale beach uh, islands. Yeah, at the annual... Have you heard we can take our jobs off? <laughs> at the annual town meeting on Tuesday night, the gender equality on beaches by law amendment passed uh, 327 to 242. Uh, it must still be approved by the state attorney general's office in order to go into, uh, into effect. They're okay. trying to um, rid the entire island of renters. Oh, so they're, really? They're trying to put an ordinance in where you can't. So right now you can't. Hmm. I, I believe you can't do short-term rentals. So like, um, you can't just go for uh, like a long weekend or I, I believe. Um, and and they so it's longer. You have to rent for like the summer, the season. You know, a month long, something like that. Do well, they do the same thing, Martha Vineyard? Maybe, but yeah. but I know that they're working on trying to uh, not allow owners, uh, people that own houses there, to be able to rent them. Okay. Uh, they just uh, they want to keep the riffraff out, I yeah, guess, right? Kind of, it, yeah. It's already enormously expensive. Like it's, I, I went there once for a wedding, and, it, and like it, a small, crappy hotel room was like four fifty a night, and this was I don't know twelve or thirteen years ago. Like it's not a cheap place to vacation in the first place. Uh, currently, only men can be topless in public under Massachusetts law. Resident Dorothy Stover proposed the bylaw, which said in part. In order to promote equality for all persons, any person shall be allowed to be topless on any public or private beach in Nantucket. I think the, the, the similar laws are actually there on the books. No one takes advantage of them. I think in New York, okay, uh, you know, there's because uh, this has sort of been fought before in court, and I think. Yeah, they're they're sitting there, but not a lot of people take advantage of them. You know, uh, she hopes to normalize bodies of all shapes and sizes and foster an environment of acceptance. AP reports that there had. Been proposed. A, there had been a proposed amendment to exempt two beaches that are popular with families and tourists, but it has uh, been withdrawn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's moving forward. And if it happens, and you can walk around topless if you want God to. Almighty, I, I told you the time I was in Jamaica, and, and our re, our resort was right next to a nudist resort, and and so um, you could <laughs> see in the distance there was enough of a separation. There was a buffer beach, but you could see. Um, you know, people of all sides. It's never the people you want to see naked going into the water. Some old dude with his <laughs> dangly sack. Uh, I was in Nice in France, yeah, yeah. southern France, and uh, that was, uh, there are plenty of people were sunbathing. That's where you might see the people you'd actually want to see. I saw some yeah, people yeah, yeah. I wanted to see, but I, uh, but I also got over it very quickly. Exactly. Right, right, right. Like, like yeah. right after that, I'm like, okay, this really isn't what I would call sexy and hot. Right, yeah. There's people just doing beach stuff, and they were topless. And I you rub some of this lotion in my ass. Got over it real mm. quick. Yeah, um, I've, uh, we've talked about nude beaches before, and I believe there is one up in uh, Sandy Hook in North Jersey. I also heard that there's one Higby Beach in, in Cape yeah. Bay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, I, but I've never heard that confirmed. I just heard that there is one in uh, in that area. No, we confirmed Bay. it on this show. Did we? Okay. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, yeah, Higby Beach is, uh, yeah, just. Uh, I guess north of Cape May. I think it's closer to West Cape May. So if you go, uh, it is. Oh, it is. All right. So if you are at the where the uh, Cape May ferry is, um, if you are on the Cape May side of that canal, right. that is where Higby Beach is. How big is this beach? Uh, 
I, I mean, it's not huge, yeah. but it's also really, like, secluded. Okay, Like, yeah. you have to go down, like, a dirt road. So, like, and, Fire Island yeah, in New yeah. York has, has, a, has, a, has a section that is um, a topless, and, um, it you, you know, you it's removed. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, anyhow, uh, get your trips planned to Nantucket if you want to take it off. Flash those cans. All right, what else you got here? Uh, let's go into the feminine hygiene product section of the yes, store. Yes, this is my favorite section. Uh, golf's world number three, Lydia Ko, has been praised for her honest answer about being on her period, which left her interviewer lost for words. Uh, during the final round uh, round of the Palos Verdes Championship uh, this past Sunday, Ko could be seen receiving some treatment from her physical therapist, Chris Wicker, for an apparent tight back. She completed a round and posted a one under 70 to finish tied for third. The New Zealand player was asked by Golf Channel reporter Jerry Fultz. About the back? No, about yeah, about uh. the trainer being there and his treatment and uh, if there was any long-term concern. And she said, I hope not. It's that time of the month. Yeah. Oh, she said, I know the ladies watching are probably like, yep, I got you. So when that happens, my back gets really tight and I'm all twisted. It's not the first time that Chris has seen me twisted. Uh, but it felt a lot better after he helped. And that's how he reacted. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> I just started to get that. Like, the the back <clears throat> tightness, it's no joke. I, I didn't yeah. have it my whole life. Aww. And, uh, yeah, it's like, and it comes on, like, right at like that Like, immediately? Uh, I wow. Mean, yeah, it's uh, right there. Yeah, uh, Rochelle gets all kinds of... She's got terrible issues. Oh, yeah. With, I mean, I've, I've had other stuff. Oh, my but God. The back tightness specifically just started. I mean, so much so where, like, I'm having a hard time doing certain workouts, you know, like yoga is better during that time. It sucks. Uh, so, yeah, uh, apparently the 17 time. Mine ended after I had my hysterectomy. The 17 time <laughs> LPGA Tour winner's answer took Fultz by surprise. He stuttered as he stumbled for an appropriate response. Before managing to say thanks, <laughs> we have it here. Uh, well, well, I don't get brain bag and cold, but Co was able to laugh off any awkwardness, saying with a smile, "I know you're at a loss for words, Jerry. Honesty, it is. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's really great." Co's uh, openness about her period, a topic in women's sports that is often seen as taboo, earned her a huge swell of praise on social media. So that's hey, cool. Uh, I'd like to update you guys on my period. Oh, yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah, please. Yeah, well, the menstrual cup we talked about. Well, that's what I wanted to update yeah. you on. So uh, it's not going to happen for no. me. No, no. It didn't work. I actually... Um, and we were going to use a menstrual can, a cup cam. No, so I, but I, <laughs> I spoke to my doctor about it, about my gynecologist, and she was like, look, it's not for everybody, yeah. and what, what you're experiencing seems to be that your body is just not fit for it. I am proud of you for stepping uh, out of your comfort zone. I you really tried wanted it. it to work. Yeah. I'm trying it. It's just did not. Yeah. Okay. It was just, it would not lodge correctly. It just, she said, you know, just it, every woman is different, the shape and, and, you know, the where, how it sits. And she said, I, I just think that it's not your body shape, you know, is just, it's not working. For Could you. you use, because it's, it's, it's a malleable cup, right? It, it bends, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Could you use circus peanuts? Oh, my Stop God. It. <laughs> I mean, you could, I guess. I mean, <laughs> nobody's stopping you. The, Are I'm they not saying it? that it'll work, <laughs> right. but you could, you could. So, yeah. yeah. When, when you... I can't say it. Yeah, so, don't, back yeah. to the old cotton pony for you, huh, Kat? Yeah. yeah. Everybody keeps telling me to try the dip. I queefed it. It smells like cotton candy. That's different. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try Wait, that. Wait, try the what? The disc. It's that. similar. It's just not... It's, Listen, it looks like a disc instead of a cup. The fact that you have to juggle all this stuff, and, and, and it's... Yes, I would... That would be horrendous to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. The, the plumbing that you guys put up with. All the mess and all that yes. stuff. Yeah. 
All right, well, let's uh, let's keep talking about menstrual cups. <laughs> no, ladies, <clears throat> Mother's Day is coming up, and when deciding to get uh, something for your mom this weekend, a new poll suggests it all depends on what kind of mother she is overall. Oh, okay, so is this ideas on what to get them? This I might get, be a way yeah, out. Sort of. You so, suck. Uh, the one poll survey of 2,000 adults found that foodie moms... Would unsurprisingly like edible gifts. This wow. is stupid obvious. <laughs> wow, this is great. Your so. mother really likes food. So <laughs> get her food. Right. But wild, she man. would also like a getaway or a gift card. Uh sports or soccer moms prefer homemade gifts or household gifts. Wine moms like heartfelt homemade gifts or ones that they can eat. Do any of the moms like a burning paper bag filled with poop? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. No, I do like actual like ideas, though. I thought it was going to be like specific ideas. Uh, among, far too generic. But this yeah. is no. But it, it's saying if she's this type. So if she's right, a, a right, sports right. person, other than getting a sports things, you might want to consider um, menstrual cups. Uh, no. Uh, you might want to get a, make a homemade gift, yes, or a household gift. I need well. this cup for you. Uh, among some of the best Mother's Day gifts uh, they remember receiving, uh, named were things like uh, having the house cleaned and dinner made. Oh, uh, that's got to be a home run, that's right? Anybody? Yeah, a handwritten poem and a vase with porcelain roses. Uh, at the same time, sixty-two percent admitted to pretending to. Uh, like a gift in the past, such as a plant mud flaps for their car or dish towels. <laughs> mud flaps, huh? I got my mom, I, I made for my mom a, a list of, um, I forgot how I worded it, but yeah. it was it was a, a, a list of things that, that she's done for me over the years. Oh, Just nice. things that I appreciated. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. When did you do that? It was a few years ago. Oh, you made her cry, didn't you? Oh, big time. Yeah. Oh, so I that's what you it. want. You want to make your mom cry on Mother's Day. I put it in a, uh, in like a shadow box and we put little flowers in there Aww. and I put it on some nice stationery. Is and, it prominently displayed in oh, her yeah. house? Yep, yep. That was a big one. Um, Are you the favorite now? Yeah. Clearly. Kathy, <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, because I don't like this trend, and it's been trending for the last few years, but uh, sporting events uh, that you have to attend uh, attend on Mother's Day. On Mother's Day, yeah. yeah. I feel like, and it happens all the time, my son has a rugby game on Sunday. It's like, dude. Oh, like, they, 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 play, they play sporting events on Mother's Day. Last year, my son had a baseball game on Mother's Day, and uh, and it was miserable. Like, first of all, we got 10-run rolled, okay? Right, so yeah. we got our asses handed no, to us. Sucks. Oh, and it's going to uh, be gross this weekend, too. And it was rainy. Yeah. And, It'll and, probably get canceled this, <laughs> yeah. this year. Dude, we played in the rain. Like, it, it just, it sucked. And, uh, but I just, I'm like... Listen, there are some mothers out there who love being on the sidelines or in the outfield or whatever watching. But, like, you're making that decision for us. This is what we are doing on Mother's Day. And I, I feel like it's uh, – there are so many other days. Are games always on Sunday? Uh, not always. Well, okay. I mean, rugby, yeah. But, like, um, baseball games and stuff like that. Like, I remember we, uh, Casey had a soccer game, like spring soccer. It just – it's Mother's Day, and I feel like you know it's Mother's Day, so let, let's not uh, schedule anything for that day. What all days throughout the year should not have sports scheduled on them? Because there are some other ones that could conflict with that, too. Um, well, Arbor Day. Arbor Day. Uh, National uh, Margarita Day. Well, <laughs> sometimes they'll do, like, tournaments on like, Memorial Day weekend or Fourth of July weekend. That seems a little bit oh, more usually. like, but that seems like, a you know, baseball games, all that stuff, or sports. It seems a to little me, bit it more doesn't. It, to me, it's more of a, it's more of a holiday weekend. And now you, you are dictating what, you know, an, an entire family has to do for uh, the holiday weekend. I know you've had issues before with events that are, that are planned on, uh, 
like Eagles game day or something like that. Well, there are uh, so if you're like a lot of uh, baby oh, showers, like baby, shower. baby showers, wedding showers, and stuff like that. So that's getting in the way of the sports, right? So it's, it is so kind it, of the flip flop of that. If you're going to do that, and, and I know Marissa felt the same way about this, like there are bye weeks. <laughs> you, know? like, you can pick a bye week well, for that. Charities pick bye weeks on purpose. Yeah. You know, like if there's if there's mm-hmm. a, a walk on a Sunday in the fall, charities specifically go to the Eagles schedule, and they're like, we're going to get more participation True. if we do it on a bye week. But when you're trying to plan something for your wife or your mother for yeah. Mother's Day, whether it be a brunch a lunch or a dinner, and there is a sporting event around that, then you have to sort of plan around said event. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't bother me. I mean, a game is only going to be a couple hours long, not all day. Has it happened to you yet? Yeah, I think we had, we don't have, Jace doesn't, um, he plays on the weekends, and usually he'll play all weekend, so like, you know, we're used to it. You're going to get it anyway. By the way, here's a uh, question from a listener. It says, any gifts for moms who are overbearing and deny the fact that they don't emotionally care for their children? <laughs> yeah. Not on this list. No. Um, Wawa gift something. card? You can come up with something for sure. All right. Um, that uh, There was something else I was going to say. I don't remember was what it was. Was it about uh, the Philly connections to Mother's Day? Yes. Thank yeah. you, Nick. Yeah, Anna, uh, Anna Jarvis. I, I did not know this, but uh, apparently Mother's Day, there's a historical marker in Philadelphia at um, Market and Juniper. Uh, it was founded, Mother's Day, by Anna Jarvis of Philadelphia. First officially observed in 1908, it honored motherhood and family life at a time of rising feminist activism. Uh, an early supporter was John Wanamaker, huh. whose store stood opposite uh, of, um, I guess, this sign. Uh, Mother's Day was given federal recognition in 1914, so its origins are right here in ah, Philadelphia. The Marines and Mother's Day. That's awesome. Man. How about that? Anna yeah. Jarvis lived here for a stretch, and then um, she retired and ended up passing away in Westchester, Kathy. So that's where she spent the last season. Her son worked for Tony Stark. Yes. Yeah. Do you know, though, she created the holiday, but then ended up hating it. Oh, really? Yeah, because she said it turned into, like, basically, like, a Hallmark holiday oh. and, you know, like, all of that. And that's yeah. not what she intended. And it, it always happened be. when she was taking her kids to baseball games. Yeah. Let me go to Karen real quick. Hi, Karen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Hi, everyone. Hey, what's up, Karen? Um, I am a mother of five now grown kids. When one of my sons was a little guy, um, the league had organized a lacrosse tournament on Mother's Day. I let the coach... And we just lost you. in our house. Could you repeat that again, Karen? Hold on. You told the coach what? We lost you for a second. Sorry. Dead zone. Um, (laughs) I told the coach that he would not be playing in the tournament that day because in our house, Mother's Day is a holiday. Um, The same league also organized a tournament on Father's Day. I did not speak up about that because I figured the gentlemen who put it all together were doing it to themselves. That was up to them. Right. But um, I did get complimented by the parents for stepping up and saying, enough, no. Yeah, a lacrosse tournament, that's that's an all-day affair then, right? It is a hurry up and wait, yes. Mm-hmm. Right, right, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. No, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Do, do, if you wanted to, I mean. You can do it if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. And, yeah. and did they continue on doing it, Karen, or did they change it? Of course. They did. Of course they did. <laughs> but you spoke up. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. We appreciate that. Thanks. 
Bye-bye. All right, we need to take a break because we got to stay on time. So we're closing up shop. Nice uh, visit to the general store. Nice to see you, sir. Nice to see you. Uh, <laughs> concert cash is coming up, so we want to stay on time for that. You guys are getting to know each other. It's, it's, yeah. it's been years this has been going That's on. Cool. So, yeah. Want to go out for a drink a little bit here or something? I think I'd like that. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we'll get to concert cash and uh, the bizarre pile. So make sure you stay close. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's it's not fancy. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre all right, this morning it's brought to you by Pella. Your journey to upgrade to Pella windows and doors is easy, and for a limited time, you can get 50% off installation. Call 877-98-PELLA or visit Pella Philly. Dot com. We had, we had a lengthy discussion about foxes yesterday. Yes, we did. Well, a fox breached an outdoor bird habitat this week at the Smithsonian National Zoo. Killed 25 flamingos. Oh, no. 25 of them. One fox did this, apparently. Uh, the incident at the Washington, D.C. Zoo is a devastating loss, officials said in a statement. Workers arrived Monday morning to the dead flamingos and spotted the fox, which then escaped the habitat. Now... There's no way that a fox can eat 25 flamingos. No. Why does it go on a murder spree like that? <laughs> you know? I assume it was taking takeout orders. Uh, it must yeah, have been yeah. for the fellas yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and the family <laughs> right. uh, back at home. Um, what kills me, though, is um, knowing that this is a potential, why do you make something that is breachable by a fox? They can keep a, a fox out of a hen house. Well, they had it. They, well, they, they had it, it, it. Apparently, there was an issue. So uh, it, Did it sneak in dressed as an employee? No, there were uh, an inspection revealed on Monday a softball size hole in the heavy oh. duty metal mesh that surrounds the outdoor yard. So they weren't, you know, they, they, t- they took precautions. Yeah. Yeah. So right. in addition to the dozens of dead animal flamingos, a northern uh, pintail duck was killed and three more Just flam- to cover the tracks. Three more flamingos <laughs> were injured. Uh, there were 74 flamingos in the zoo's flock prior to Monday. T- knocked out you know, like a third of them. That's and, crazy. And the bitch of it is, is that, uh, you know, <laughs> they're they're locked in there. It, it, it's like being in Rorschach. Yeah. You're in with me. Uh, the surviving flamingos were moved indoors while the ducks were moved to a covered outdoor space. The incident is under investigation. An unwanted reptile guest helped itself to one Florida family stash of drinks after busting into a garage last week. Karen and Jamie Dobson were at their home watching TV on Wednesday night when, as they explained, uh, they heard a loud crash. And it was so loud, in fact, that they initially assumed that it must have been a car crash. Uh, Karen said the crash was so big, like wicked, she said. (laughs) Wicked big. Uh, What they found after checking the garage was something that the Chicago natives were far from accustomed to. She said, I opened the garage door about a quarter way to peek my head in, and there's this alligator. Uh, very quickly, she closed the door and said, uh, 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 Jamie added, 
Karen, we have an alligator in our garage, something uh, that uh, coming from the Midwest, we <laughs> really haven't experienced before. Uh, the eight-foot-long alligator was quick to notice that it had been spotted as it reportedly began to back away from the couple and flash its teeth. So the Dobsons called a local wrangler known as Ray the Trapper, who was able to get the situation under control. Yeah, you. Even though it was now out of their hair, however, the alligator was still making life difficult for the couple as it had gotten into a box of Diet Coke and made a mess in the garage. Uh, the couple said that they were preparing for an upcoming party and had drinks banked up for the occasion. i got to tell you, it tastes exactly like regular Coke. <laughs> uh, Karen said that there was Diet Coke spewing everywhere because the gator was interested. Tore open the box, had a few cans, she said. Uh, probably thought it was beer, but uh, people have sent me texts, she said, and emails with Gator Girl, and they have all these comments like, Crikey, mate, and what a great birthday present, Karen. Uh, the alligator has since been safely relocated by the Trapper Service. People in uh, Landon, Essex, England, have reported seeing a gang of people in clown masks driving around in a van that were blasting creepy music in the early hours of a recent morning. Uh, the music has been heard by residents in Langdon, and most residents who reported it also reported feeling confusion and concern. Uh, people have also taken to local Facebook groups to warn one another about the strange clowns with loud music. Uh, no word if the police are investigating, but nobody knows who it is or why they are doing it. It's a little troubling. Uh, to be fair, nobody tells you how long you're supposed to drink the wine in church. But a family from Brandon, South Dakota, went viral after filming their seven-year-old daughter's first communion ceremony. Stephanie Heidbrink was attending her daughter Brent, uh, Brinley's first communion on April 23rd at the Risen Savior Catholic Church in Brandon. The video shows her daughter receiving communion and then drinking from a chalice containing concentrated uh, consecrated wine that Catholics believe to be the blood of Christ. Brinley appears to take a sip and then continues drinking for about 15 seconds in total. I mean, she's slamming it. Jeez. Stephanie wow. shared the video to TikTok where it quickly went viral and has more than 15 million views. She says that her daughter was nervous before going up and kept asking how much she should drink. And she advised her, listen, just let it touch your lips. Just the tip, just tip it back. You don't even have to take a sip. But the child drank more, and the whole church can be heard laughing in the video. Uh, Stephanie chalks up the long drink to Brinley's nerves as the child uh, also told her mom she wasn't particularly fond of the taste of wine. Wow. But she went 15 for seconds? Uh-huh. Yep, that's a long yes. pour right there. Uh, this is wild. Uh, after there were seven deaths on board the aircraft carrier USS George Washington in the past year, including three suspected suicides in one week yeah. in April, 260 Navy sailors are being moved to a location installation on shore in Virginia where the aircraft carrier has been dry docked since 2017. Something's up. Yeah. yeah. So they're just getting them off that boat. Yes. For whatever reason, it's happening. Uh, Military.com says some 420 sailors currently live on board uh, the George Washington. A Navy spokesman told the outlet the move on shore will continue, quote, until the all sailors who wish to move off the ship have done so. In addition to the three suspected suicides, uh, one of the other four deaths was a confirmed suicide. Two were health-related, and the cause of the other death was undetermined. I wonder if there are ships that are known for, you know, like bad luck ships or... or How bad. Yeah, right? How bad, Mar yeah. With all the, mar the maritime history out there? I would think so, yeah. All right, and we will wrap up the Bizarre File right there, my friend. We are going to take a break, and uh, as we do so, a reminder, 
You got yourself about seven minutes roughly left to enter the word video. That is our concert cash keyword. So the word is video, V-I-D-E-O. Make sure you do that because we want your chance to win that money. Speaking of winning, uh, today, May 5th, it's National Hoagie Day. Yeah, hey! Primo Hoagies is offering uh, fan favorite primo size hoagies for $6.99 all day. You can choose nice. from Italian ham and cheese or turkey and cheese. And I have a $25 gift card for primo hoagies for caller number 14 at 215-263-WMMR. So let's get it and set you up, and you will be good to go for National Hoagie Day. We'll be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon. Bridge to the Beach. Celebrating 50 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 12th, for this family-friendly ride to save lives. We'll start by crossing the Ben Franklin Bridge. Whether you ride to honor a loved one or in memory of someone you've lost, you ride for them and with them each and every mile. All Team WMMR. MMR riders get the official Team WMMR t-shirt courtesy of Wilson's Secret Sauce in Upper Darby. The ACS Bikeathon, another way 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. With home value. Real quick uh, butt plug, if you don't mind, for an event that I have coming up on June 12th. It is the uh, Take Steps Walk for 2022. It is the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. My daughter has Crohn's disease, so it's... Uh, very personal to me. This is going to be at the link, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. A lot of great things happening. Eagles cheerleaders, Swoop will be there. Lots of live music, photo stations, food. There's always They always have magicians and superheroes and all kinds of auction items. It's uh, the return of the full deal, yes. which everyone loves. You've kind of done it in sort of a hybrid version, yep. but this is the big thing back. And they're giving me an honor this year. I am uh, I am being named as uh, this year's media honored hero, oh, which is uh, very nice of them. So thank you, thank you, please. Uh, but here's the deal. So uh, we have... My team that is going to walk, and I'm going to officially unveil this now. Casey, help me out. Uh-huh. They're wonderfully creative team names at this event, and it's one of my favorite things because uh, of the nature of this. It has to do with gastroenter- uh, uh, gastroenterology and stuff like that. So it's your, it's your, you know, it's your plumbing. Yeah, uh, and so everybody does a. Uh, a gas or a poop theme, right? Yes, uh, team. So I'm like Casey. I need some help. So he helped me come up with the name of my team. Oh boy, uh, the team we will be called the Shart Breakers. Yeah, Preston yeah. and the Shart Breakers. Oh, I like yeah. it. So that will be the name, and we will have a team T-shirt. We're working on concepts of that right now. So yeah, I'm a Shart Breaker. And uh, everybody who donates and signs up to be on my team will get a team T-shirt, and we'll all walk together. It'll be pretty cool. So Greg Monahan, our oh, uh, the, graphics department, genius. is working on some uh, concepts for the Shark Breakers. So if you would like to be a team member and join me walking that day, go to WMMR.com and sign up and help us uh, with these people that are in tremendous pain and have these is- have had these issues and will for most of their lives unless we can find a cure. Uh, so click events at WMMR.com and become one of the Shark Breakers. Yes. With me. Dream Taker. And the game. We will be there. Yes. I'm a Shark Breaker. All right. Uh, I do have a question. All right. And if this doesn't go anywhere, that's fine. But I, I, I'm just curious. There's a place that I've driven by for years. Is this Preston's Queries? This is Preston's <laughs> Queries. Oh. Another? Do I have a? <laughs> do gonna... I have something for that? <laughs> we got another. I don't know. <laughs> 
Maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe the, uh, the the Brady Bunch uh, House oh. of Cards. Uh, yeah. about, we're query, we're heary. Get used to Get it. Get used to it. We're query, we're heary. No, this is my... Hmm, I'm pondering mm. this. Wait, did we do the ponder? We did do the ponder, yeah. but this is, I, I thought this, you were, you sure, is this a query or a pondering? I'm, this is actually a question. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. Mm. Mm. I've always wanted, so I drive by this place regularly in my area, and of course, me, typical, I couldn't tell you what road is on because I don't pay attention to the name <laughs> right. of roads. My wife could tell you. It's either on Allentown Road or Calpath Road, I'm not sure, but anyhow, uh, it's it's roughly in the Hatfield area, okay? All right. It is an RV park, okay? Like full-size RVs there. Oh, yeah. Right. Here's the deal. I know what you're talking about. Why? There's nothing yeah. around there. I mean, it's from, from what I can tell, it's not very big. There are no attractions of any sort like a national park. Where one or, might take an RV. Where one might take an RV. <laughs> Set up for a few days and stay there because you're either in, you know, a wonderful nature and it's pretty there and everything, but it's how I mean, close is it to here's the deal? There's houses right across the street. There yeah. is a main thoroughfare going right by it. So why is it there? Is is it a tra- is it a really sort of transitory RV or is yeah, other people they, staying they more long? They don't look like they're they're parked and living there to me. Huh. How close is it to uh the northeast extension? Not close enough. Okay. Definitely not close huh. enough. It's closer it's closer to three oh nine. Um it's Bethlehem Pike, right? Uh Which well Bethlehem Pike is, is three oh nine. Or uh, yeah, I think it's right off. Uh, the reason I know it, Preston, is that I rented an RV two summers ago from Fretz RV. It was awesome. It was a really cool experience. And I believe if if you and I are thinking of the same one, it's right down the road from there. Nope, it's not. Okay, different place. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the map you pulled up. It's different. Okay. And is I'm it just... a, an RV ride share where if you have an RV, you you meet someone there and you both ride into work together? Here, here's Calpath. Hang on, we're, we're looking. I'm sorry, you have to pardon us. We're looking at the map right now. I'm just wondering if it's like you know, there are RV parks all over the country, and it's for people that are traveling. And it's like, all right, you it's know, like we're, a we're, what he's saying, stopover though, point. what he's saying is a where, where you know, yeah, but usually if you're headed to, let's say, you're you're coming from the south and you're headed to a right. National Park, right, and you need to sleep for the night, so it just might be a spot for you to stop. Sure. Yeah, but this there's no major thoroughfare yeah. that's convenient to there. I would think that you know, and and I understand why. So there's I had wondered why there's a uh, there's a hotel right at the Harleysville exit off the Northeast Extension. I'm like, there's nothing out of here. What? Why? Why do you need a hotel here? But you know, the, a lot of the um, uh, pharmaceutical there's uh, nothing on m- here. <laughs> Merc well, is there, right and the maybe highway. people are staying there. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's right off the highway, but. Anyhow, I'm getting some calls here, and, and I was just curious, because I've, I've seen a couple of places, like, I'm like, this is not a place to visit. Why would you, you this know... This is not my beautiful house. Yeah. Let me go to Hillary. Hey, Hillary, good morning. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Wonderful. What's Sorry, up, Hillary? I you at work. Oh, so, <laughs> it's okay. Um, no, my friend's family owns that, so that is, you guys, oh. it's not for vacation. People live there. Okay. They, they live there, but there are people who actually live in Florida or they travel and they live in different places throughout the year. Maybe they'll go to Arizona for so many months. They're retirees or they're just families. And there are a group of actual gypsies. That's a real thing. And they go around and they don't stay in the same spot. So they'll work in one place and they'll, you know, if it's a, if they're into construction, they do that for a period of time and then they will move to the next place and move to the next place. So that's what they keep doing. And they rent the spots out. And then there are a whole lot of people. So there are homes in there, too, I think. Now, I've seen those, are... yes. I've seen that the, there are some. There there are some that look like they're, you know, like trailers that have been, uh, you know, rooted there. 
But I, I see those drivable, clearly, they're, they're, they're not there for a long, long time, RVs that are set up, and it just doesn't look like anything. Why that random location, why you would stop there? So they've had the property forever and ever, and it was farmland. So if you can imagine, people came up here and worked for a period of time, and then they would just sort of like stay there and work during the season, and then they would have to move on to the next place where they could work again because it's winter here and they can't work. So, here, so they have to keep going. So Hillary, you're saying that people will, will and even in those vehicles that Preston is describing, they're there and they're not there for two or three days. They're, they're actually there for a little while. Oh, yeah. No, they're there for, like, months. And it's a nice park. I mean, it's beautiful inside. And there's another one that's out more towards Quakertown. So people do live there sort of semi-full-time, but there's, like, snowbirds. So, you know, older people who don't have millions of dollars to spend to move to Naples, they'll stay in their RV here for a period of time and see their family and whatever up here, and then they'll go on to the next place. And then they could go out to Arizona or move wherever they want, but they can rent that. It's very nomadic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just okay. I I always think of of stopping. Oh, so so you say maybe they're visiting family in this area. Yeah, because I mean a lot of people love the area. They they like seasons, even though they're crappy in the winter. Yeah, but they don't want to be here in the winter time. But if their entire family's up here and they don't have like tons of money to spend and they don't want to fly back and forth all the time, they can come up here spend maybe three months with their daughter and her kids and then go on someplace else and stay with their son and their So it gives them a place to put their stuff. They take everything with them. So they're sort of got everything all the time. Now, people who leave their RVs here or the ones that are stationary, they can have another RV at down in Florida or Charleston or wherever else they'd like to move, you know? So it just gives them a spot to leave their stuff. It's interesting. Okay, so uh, okay. and I, I, there's probably more of these kind of parks around the state, correct? Oh gosh, yeah. There's yeah. a lot. There's more around here. There's one over towards um, King of Prussia too. Huh. Big money in that. People rent the property underneath. We need to get into that. Preston. Yeah, we do. Preston's right. yeah. mobile home park. Thank you, uh, Hillary. Appreciate it. I have some other calls. Let me go to uh, Mark. Par- parks his RV in that lot. Hey, Mark. Huh. Good morning. Hey guys, how are you? Good. What's up, buddy? Yeah, we, we actually store our RV there. We have There's a back lot that they have a bunch of storage. Uh, it's a really good price for uh, storing your RV in Okay, there. rather than but, parking it at, at your house, you, you have it uh, there for when you need it. Yeah, because we rent, so we don't have any room to park at our camper at the at our house. So we, we rent a spot there, and we keep it in the back. Okay. Uh, but but are there the, so uh, I, uh, people aren't coming in to find any they're they're not tourists per se they're coming in and staying because they they generally have family in the area. Uh, yeah, I heard a little bit of what the last person said. Yes, they've got a lot of people that are like in in transition between uh, visiting relatives and stuff okay. like that. All right, so they'll come in and stay there for like a month and they'll park their RV there and then move around and do different stuff in the area, go see their relatives and stuff, and then they'll. All right. I was. It just seemed like an odd location for a traveler <laughs> to stop it's and spend there. some time. It's been there for a really long time. Yeah. It. Grow, it looks like it's. It, it looks really old school. Most definitely. I've yeah. seen. The, you know, the sign is is dated. It, it looks like it was. You know, like in the nineteen seventies. President Eisenhower like says. Yeah. Right. They, exactly. They have, been, they have been updating a lot of the. Uh, they have a bunch of mobile. What do they call them? Homes. No, well, the, the the pre-built homes that they bring and they set down. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a whole bunch of them in there, and they they've been updating all of those, and they've been getting new ones. So 
well, the, new, the new things are these very modular homes that you can they can just roll in and build in about yeah. uh, two hours. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. All right, so I have two questions. Uh, like practical, if you're living there, they, do you get your mail sent there? And, and also, do you have to pay property taxes? Good uh, question. Good question. All right. Probably um, have a P.O. box, maybe. Let's go to Jackie, who has a friend that lives there. Could probably tell you. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Jackie. All right, so you have a friend who lives. Do they live in a in a, in a quote-unquote mobile home or or a an RV, a recreational vehicle? Yeah, he lives in a mobile home. Actually, he's not quite a friend. I used to work for this diner in, in the area, and he would come in. He had won the lottery actually two times, and millions <laughs> lives there. Would always leave a $20 tip. He's probably close to 90 now, huh. and... He just got his mail delivered. He had everything there. Okay, but he but he lives in in one of those like a like a trailer of sorts. Yep. Trailer. Okay. Right. So he's a, he's a millionaire and he's living in a trailer in an RV park. Yep. He he uh, was one of his dreams to own a monkey. He <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like one. Right. Thank you, wow. Jackie. Appreciate it. I, I'm just curious. No, I was just. I was more curious about the the RV people mm-hmm. than the, uh, than yes, the, the, because the the trailer people because I, I just you know I'm like that's odd and I was just it's not a vacation you'd find a park yeah. like that like outside of of the Dover Raceway yeah or, yeah or, exactly where, where there's or, an attraction that you want to or down at the shore down there's the shore. there's tons of them yeah. uh, I mean because you're going to go to the beach yeah mm-hmm. you know you're going to or uh, you know if there's a national park nearby those are all over the place I know? wonder so. if in, in places like PA those are more. Um, you know, you see them more often because places like places out west. For, I was in, in California a few weeks ago. You can just pull over and park wherever you want. There are no rules or regulations, so there are like a hundred RVs in a row along the beach in in Malibu, for example, like prime real estate. But if you're an RV and you're driving across the country, you're driving through California or whatever, you can park kind of wherever you want. I don't think you can do that here in PA and and a lot of eastern. Like that's why the that Walmart rule is in place. Like people can go stay in Walmart because you can't just pull over to the side of the road. So I wonder if places like this are also uh, places for people in RVs to stop and and not get in trouble. Right. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, for example, by where um, Arcadia is off of three hundred nine, there is a stretch of road as you come up off off three hundred nine, uh, and and you'll see. Um, Eighteen wheelers parked there. Oh, off to the like side. Just of the, to rest. I, yes, clearly the engines are running, right. huh. and they'll they'll be there. There'll be like three or four or five of them in a row. And I'm like, can you just stop here and do that? But huh. apparently you can because they're always there. I'm I'm intrigued, and we talked about this before. I'm intrigued by the RV life, but not enough to actually pursue it. Huh. It's a romantic yeah. notion that would probably fade quickly. To, to be able to 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 pick up and go anytime yeah. you want, pretty cool. I, I I do like that idea. And man, I saw one time. Michelle, I'm an Albuquerque. I forgot we were we were driving around and somebody I, I saw they had the setup they had a, they had a, it was either a fifth wheel or it was an RV yeah and behind it they were towing a jeep yeah with kayaks and bikes on it I'm there like go. there you go yeah. all right so you park you park the the home part of it and then you go grab this and you can boogie around and go wherever you want to and do all the things you want to do and you yeah. just come back and you have your place to stay and then you you park it outside your apartment in Maniac yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I like the idea. I have friends that do it. Uh-huh. I have friends that do it, and um, they really enjoy it. They love it, but they will tell you the truth. Like she's like, it's not all. <laughs> it's not the best no. all the time. Right. Like the, the pictures people post the best pictures when they're doing that, but right. it's like any other life. Yeah. I uh, I don't you're, like you're the, crapping in a coffee tin. Exactly. Yeah, I don't like the idea of uh, of driving a big vehicle and trailing that all that stuff with me. I just but, don't. I don't like it. I I like the more like what the van life people are doing. And Steve, you say the coffee can. 
Uh, I was thinking the same thing, and then I saw Nomadland, and she's crapping in a five-gallon bucket in the back of her van, and I'm like, mm, that's not that awesome. Casey, I saw, then I saw one I think you would dig. It was, uh, I was at a, a Wawa nearby me, and they had, it was a, um, it was a Mercedes-Benz yeah, Sprinter. giant truck of some type, yeah. and, but it, not as big as an RV. I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah. What uh, what is it called? Like the Sprinter van? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I rented from from Fred's a couple summers ago. Wow. But it was just me and Ben. If my girlfriend had come with us, it would have been three people would have been too many. And even the two of us, like we brought a tent and, and Ben was able to camp outside some nights. I camped outside some nights. Like it, it was perfect for two people. Beyond that, it, you're really starting to like get a little crowded for yeah. my tastes. Yeah. Um, and then the, the whole idea of the the RV culture as well. Uh, the, the part of it seems like a bit of a turnoff. Did you ever see? It, it wasn't a good movie, but Robin Williams in uh, RV. Yes, yeah, yes. Um, and he meets Jeff Daniels right. in that family. Yes, that's what I wouldn't want. Yeah, is is all the 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 interaction with uh, with with a ton of people. And then you realize Kristen Chenoweth is the wife. Yeah, yeah. And you realize after five minutes, after they've already invited you to dinner, like I don't want to hang out with you guys anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh God, Lost in America has Albert Brooks. They they live in a, in a trailer park for a while, and it's it's kind of funny about you know the the people. That they're, they're all very nice. It's a nice community. Yeah. But you don't want to end up like the wrestler. Speaking of which, I saw this uh, article and it was from um, uh, a Reddit thread. And, uh, you know, as far as meeting strangers, yes, right. and the thread is what is your go to small talk topic with strangers? Yeah. And so people all answered this. And uh, which is interesting because I may hang on to this for like notes. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not great at small talk. Casey is. Outstanding. I think time. you are when you need to I'm be. Okay. You can yeah. do it. I'm okay. uh, it depends on if you if you you know yeah you have some people have good game as they say with that. I yeah. think I'm pretty good with it. Yeah, I mean, listen, and there are um, some really easy like start off points, right? Like yeah. if uh, you're both wearing I don't know an eagle hat, right, or or something along those lines. You can talk about the Eagles. You can talk about sports well, or whatever. But uh, and I, I I don't mind small talk. Uh, sometimes when it gets a little bit deeper, you're like, oh, my God. Well, the start's not bad. Yeah. It's when the stall happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you're standing there, and for whatever reason, it's it's not the, the time to leave. Like, either you're waiting for something or whatever, and you have to continue or be in silence. Yeah. That's where I'm like, oh, God, I, I don't know what to talk <laughs> you about. You just now. say out loud, now you come up with a topic. Yeah. <laughs> your turn. <laughs> your turn. You yeah, go. your turn. You go. It's yeah. funny because I uh, when I went to Disney last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was, I, uh, I purposely didn't wear any Philadelphia-based things, no hats, no shirts, because I just really? didn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to, you know, turn, you know, do that whole thing. Got we on have the- a very special guest on the premises today for the Preston Steve Show. It's Casey Boy. No, it wasn't I, that. But I, I think assume actually, also yeah. you, you, you had a limited amount of time there. Yeah. And you were with your family, and therefore I could see why you wouldn't want to, um, you know, eat any of that time up. But there was a guy who got on the monorail with us, and he was wearing like a Phillies hat and an Eagles uh-huh. shirt. One or, or the it was the other way around, yeah. and we're like, "Oh, Philadelphia, right?" And it started off nice, right? Yeah. There was going to be a nice little small talk. Oh no, this guy! He then proceeded to have a conversation that the entire monorail car could hear. Oh no! You know, and I was like, "Oh my god, I, I don't want to," you know. And he just talked the entire time. He got off at the same stop as us. And in my mind, I was like, if he turns right, I'm going left. If he turns left, I'm going right. I don't care. I'm like, this conversation needs to end ASAP. Was it an uncomfortable conversation? Was he talking yeah. about things that you didn't want other people to hear? No, it was just like a lot of like TMI. He was like, yeah, you know, my, my, my friend Smitty died. 
And, uh, you know, he, le- he ended up leaving me a lot of money. I don't... Let uh, me tell you something. When he orgasmed, his anus whistled. His <laughs> <laughs> anus whistled? Yeah. <laughs> like, stuff like that. You folks like- are great. Have a good one. <laughs> Big ups to Smitty. <laughs> Right, I there is a yes. It's like what they call what what in, in uh, wedding crashes a, a, a stage five clinger. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so somebody becomes that. You know, you, you need you need the right. Um, that's you have to be able to read the person. Yeah. Well, so here here are a few of the the topics on this Reddit thread of. Um, Things that go to that are go to small talk. You pay attention um, if you're not good with the uh, small yeah. talk. You might find something here to go to. Now a few of them are you're, you're going to kind of roll your eyes at. Like the first one says, "We sure are having a lot of weather." We oh my are. god! Wait, that's, what? That's oh, one. Yeah. Once you get into weather, I'm like, "Oh no, here I we got go." News for you: We have weather all the time. Right. Leave me alone. This other person posted and said, "Usually, people love to talk about themselves. So, a few questions about them huh? and some follow up questions to their answers usually does it." That's actually my main go to. Uh, you know, I, I'm genuinely interested in other people. If I get in a cab, that's why I'm a bad, like a massage therapist or something. I always end up asking them about what's going on and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And and um, if you get someone talking about themselves, unless they are very reticent to talk about themselves. Well, or if they throw out a subject that I have no yeah. idea or interested in whatsoever. Like if somebody throws you that they're... You know, a claims adjuster or something yeah. like that. I'm an actuary. I'm like, I don't know what to ask. <laughs> I don't want to talk. If you don't know, <laughs> so what, what do you do with? I mean, is that is that uh, explain the, the minutia of that? What, Occupational what therapist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can do that. Here's another one. It says make an observation. Literally anything. It helps. You if- are boring. It helps if there's something about them. There you go. Uh, it can be something in the environment that is drawing both of your attention, too. So, Did you see that meteor crash? <laughs> Man, if I were I you, don't want to talk about that. I'd kill myself. Uh, oh, yeah. You're John an expert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one says... Did you see that? Another one says food. People yeah. typically love food. And look, we talk about food all the time. We it's, do. It's a, it's a common thing. Yep. Is this like a small talk with people you actually know or total strangers? I think people like at a party. Yeah. Uh, this is my scenario, Preston, oh, of, of, of small oh, strangers. Okay. Yeah, strangers. So that would work. Sometimes you're at a party or you're invited to a place where you don't know a lot of people yeah. and striking up a conversation. But you know what, Steve? That's the, the age-old question. What do you like to eat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like to eat, right? It would work, yeah. yeah. How about this weather that we've always had since time began? Uh, another one stated, I live in the southeastern United States, so the pollen count is always good material. <laughs> Uh, another person says uh, hobbies. Yeah, so that's typical. But what do you say? What are your hobbies? What do you Small like to talk. do? Yeah. That's yeah. my favorite hobby. Yeah. What do you like to do? <laughs> um, well, so the thing I like is, to run around until I get dizzy and pass out. A lot of times, a lot of times, people basically wear a badge of hobbies on them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, they'll yeah. be wearing some sort of. A hat that indicates that they are an They're outdoorsman. A, a hat or, with lures in it. They're holding a fishing rod. And they, they, got, they got four flounders hanging off a belt on it. I'm pretty good. What do you like to do? Listen, they say don't ever judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And, and and I generally don't try and judge what type of person, you yeah. know, I'm talking to. But I can, I can you know, just kind of like sizing them up. I'm, okay, I, I, I think uh, this guy or girl might be into A, B, or C. And there's a guy at my gym. I'm like... I know this guy's a cop. I know it. I absolutely, well, positively know that. The, gosh, this dude you're is very a- muscular. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be a cop. You got to be. 
Would you, I wouldn't I, would be you frisk me so I yeah. can see if, if you oh know God. how you're doing? Look at this guy. Uh, well, we did that contest with you. Yeah. We yeah. brought in those guys, yeah. and you you were trying to pick out who was a cop and who was not a cop. And every now and then, I'll like if I'm talking to somebody who, I, you know, I just, I'll be like, hey, how you doing, officer? And they'll look at me like, do I know you? Huh? <laughs> or, uh, not yet. How did you do time. that day? I forget. I did pretty damn good. Yeah. I was yeah. uh, funny to observe is when um, Pierre has to make small talk with children. Yeah. Oh, my he God. He doesn't talk to kids. He does not. It's like no. Steve trying to talk to kids. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I, I talk to kids like adults. <laughs> Steve, yeah, but Steve, you can bridge the gap with, yeah. like, Marvel, for example. Yeah. Uh, Pierre is like talking about Star Trek 1965. Like he, yeah. he's just that's not one of his strengths. Uh-huh. I I would agree. Hey, young fella, are you a fan of Desi Arnaz? <laughs> <laughs> but that's like me. Um, <laughs> oh, you're better at it. You don't bring up Trini Lopez. Oh, no, I love I love I love. Um, I, I've always people always talked to me when I was a kid like. Um, as if I was a bit older, you know? So I guess that's where I got it from. Casey's the best at talking to kids. Oh, I, I you, you know how kids. to get on their level. Yeah, I do. And, you know, and a comedian, it might have been, it might, might be Joe List, but he, he's he got a bit in his act that I've been doing forever, which is always guess their age, but, like, go, like, uh, by, like, 10 years. You're like, yeah. what are you, like, 17 years old right now? And You do they, do that all the time. And they <laughs> love it. They're like, no! <laughs> no! I'm like, you got to be 18. No! Dude, that's uh, that's so hack. <laughs> <laughs> well, do the bit about Gilligan's Island and how come the neighbor built a boat. Yeah. Uh, the other one that I like to do, you ask their name, and then, oh, my God, that's a beautiful name, Kathy. Did you pick that out yourself? And then they're like, they have to think about it, like, no. No. <laughs> can, can you ask them a question about uh, koala bears? I can. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that stuff, but you know. Do you throw? You usually throw a dad joke at no. little kids? No. no. saves those for us. I save right. those for you guys. <laughs> I saved the gold for on-air, Preston. All right. What's your name? You know, statistically, one of your parents doesn't love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not as good. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's Steve talking to a kid like that adult. <laughs> All right, so here's a here's a pneumatic device you could use uh, for small talk if you want, and it's Ford, F-O-R-D. Right. That this particular person says. Uh, it stands for Family, Occupation, Recreation, and Dreams. What kind of car you drive? Can um, I just four. pick up my phone and not talk to you? Do you ever have a wet dream? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at least we do have the phone now. It's yeah, a good distraction. Like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, the weather's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, somebody's calling me. Oh, I got an email. I got this. I got to go now. I'm playing Wordle. This is work. Yeah. <laughs> Wordle I got to take this. This is Wordle. <laughs> 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 or you can do the same. Oh, I got to take this. This is Instagram. Hang on a second. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. Mm-hmm. Now, dreams. Does that mean aspirations, or does that mean, like, have you dreamt about anything weird right. lately? You ever have any sex yeah. dreams or anything yeah. like you, that? You ever get with an animal in your dreams? Oh, man, I had a work dream the other night. Were you mad at Who me? Who did you bang? I can't remember what it was, and I meant to tell you about it, Casey, but no, I wasn't mad at anybody. Uh, all right, anyway, Ford, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. That's something to try to remember. Um, another person uses, as a go-to for small talk, plans for the weekend or the day, mostly. What are you doing this weekend? That's usually don't ask a stranger that. Yeah, day. Some very very specific diving, things. agriculture, and yodels. <laughs> oh, day. Yeah, yeah. Three. The, the, use the actual word diving, for diving, agriculture, agriculture, and yodels, and yodels. 
Yodels like yodeling? Yodels or? like the uh, the dessert treat. The oh, dessert. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mom, a ring ding guy. There we go. We're, yeah. we're starting small talk. Well, that already. would be Dar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dar. <laughs> <laughs> you just sound like an idiot. Dar. Dar. Uh, so another one says uh, pets are a good go to yeah. small talk if you happen to find if out. If you're talking to a pet, uh, do you say, hey, you got Are you pets? a kitty cat or a doggy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or a fox. We found that you can yeah. have foxes yeah, and pets from time to time. Another person says, I usually bring up home renovations, especially if the small talk. Uh, this place is such a dump. Are you going to renovate it? Confined us to a space uh, for quite some time. No, so. that like, especially when you're, you know, in your like 40s and 50s. That's not chat at the bar when you're in your 20s. But when you're when you're a little yeah. bit older and have the family going yeah. and like, yeah, we're thinking about doing a bathroom reno or anything like it. it Casey, it's like the the uh, home repair and um, yeah, the DIY home shows stuff, on yeah. DIY stuff on yeah. Yeah. on any of those uh, channels. Like it, you, it's a really good easy go to. Where um, do you f- find yourself talking to strangers the most? Anywhere the, like the free clinic where yeah. no, like uh, where a conversation is going to last more than a minute. Um, that is a good question. Uh, I guess for us, our, our events, to be honest, like, yeah. you know, and but the nice common denominator for it's yeah. a Preston and Steve show event is that they probably listen to our show. Yeah, so they're, they're not necessarily strange. They're right. strangers to us. We're not strangers to them. So, like, for instance, I was in line at Home Depot. No, uh, Lowe's. Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> just a little while back. And See, the, that small talk with yourself. And, Are you a well, Lowe's guy or a Home Depot guy? Well, it depends on where I am. If I'm at home, Home Depot. If oh. I'm down the shore, we Lowe's. Don't care. It's a, well, the question was asked, Kathy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. And uh, there were people behind me. They had three dogs in their in their cart. And we talked about that. And the dude so rest- it looks like it's going to be a three-dog yeah, night. there's yeah. something... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no, but like they had their dogs with them. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's something to talk yes. about. Yeah. It's like, it's... oh, how cute, or you know, it's like if there's a baby. Yes, yeah. but yeah, but why in that situation? Like, if I, I want to, like, no, no, why, no, no, no. I'm asking, why do you have three dogs? I'm asking Casey, why is a conversation at all necessary in that? Like, if I'm in line, we were with in this... line for a little while. You yeah, know? I guess, but I, I'd re- like for in those instances, just for me personally, I'd rather just not talk to anyone and be on my phone and not start up. But your preference is to engage in. Actually, not because I actually uh, usually walk around with headphones in, but uh, the fact that they had three dogs on them, uh, I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. And and I I asked about the one dog. He's like, yeah, we actually rescued this dog okay. in Mexico. And so I got a whole story about how. Does it know, have an accent? <laughs> El Bark. <laughs> See, if it was a cute dog, Nick, I would engage. If it wasn't, I'd be like, no, it's okay. You would? Yeah, I think I share a similar. Like I'm, I'm prompted to talk a, a little bit if we make eye contact or, or something like that. And I, 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 I um, I get that that need. I, I love those those little interactions, especially when you're like walking around the neighborhood or whatever, and you somebody's doing something, and you just. A, you know, quick exchange is always yeah. really nice. By the way, I had a good line yesterday. I was pretty proud of myself. I was Ooh. walking the dogs, and these two ladies were walking the other direction. I didn't know them. And they look over, and they go, so cute. <laughs> and I go, oh, thank you. Nobody said that to me in years. <laughs> <laughs> That's really sweet. You guys are adorable. Ray! Straight your danger! This man is a rapist! It's just a joke. Wait, do you... Uh, you made a joke about it, but like, does it bother you? All the people that comment about your dogs? No. Well, you're proud uh, of the no, love. I, I, I like it yeah. actually. Because um, a friend and I passed uh, a woman had an, uh, an infant. I mean, the baby could have been. A I few, love your dog. No, a few <laughs> weeks old, and we both had the same reaction. We were like, "Oh my god, so little!" And there was like no reaction from mom. I was I've like, oh, okay, had cool. that happen too, and and I'm like, I'm. 
Uh, making a comment how lovely your child yeah, is. Say something, you, you dumb bitch. Something. <laughs> yeah, pretty, but, yeah. but not everybody is as socially inclined. Yeah, you know? Know. So, so you guys can make fun of me all you want for, you know, always talking, you know, talking to you. But it, I, there are indications, and I pick up on it. You know, I'm like, okay, well, this is not the type of person that wants to, the, the, no, no, no. to talk the, to a stranger. The only no. time I have, that I might have an issue, and it's never like I'm mad at you or anything like yeah. that, I'm like, if if we're doing something or going somewhere and it's like oh Casey's he's gonna talk to he's people. gonna talk to them for a while yeah it's a wonderful attribute and people I'm, people love it no so. no no yeah, I'm a little jealous yeah. yeah no no that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is if I am talking to somebody and there are clear indications that they are not a small talk to stranger right. I, okay well I just sort of leave it at that okay well then I'll, I will just move on you but you if you're receptive to it you definitely look for it because you will if somebody's wearing a name tag or something like that you will say their name and you will you will engage or even if they're not wearing a name tag you'll ask how they're doing it's a great attribute yeah. it's wonderful well, generally speaking Sometimes. if somebody is waiting on me at uh, a store or something like that i don't want them to i don't want to be the reason for them to go man i had a crappy day or i had a crappy moment of my yeah, day yeah you have you good know, intentions for yeah. them to have a pleasant interaction and listen sometimes the clerks are great and sometimes they're not yep sometimes uh, you feel like a nut preston uh the other uh topic on this list of uh what, what to talk about with strangers so as far as small talk goes. Uh, sports is obviously one that you can go to. Um, it's not one that I'm comfortable talking about because I don't follow <laughs> teams as closely as a lot of people do. They're and general. If they're asking me specific questions and I can't answer with any authority at all. There's general stuff like, do you like sport? There you go, <laughs> sport. Just in general, okay. the idea of sport. Do you see I mean, yourself a sporting fellow? But I forgot, somebody had mentioned something about, uh, uh, I don't know, even where I was, and I just kind of, I was like, eh, and I, I kind of gave a, a non-answer, <laughs> and then they followed it up with something else, and I gave an even more obvious non-answer, and then it stopped. Yeah. You know, you listen, uh, you, you know enough, uh, I know enough of the sports that I like. A little bit more, you know, and can engage in. But you know, there are people out there walking around with volumes of of specific information. Well, yeah, but and I couldn't, uh, nor would I want to. But I could. You could still, because of your job, because of what you do here. I think you could still carry on oh, the conversation, no problem. A little bit, yeah, but... a little bit. But like, let's say last week, uh, a week from today was uh, the NFL draft. You don't know. Oh no, you're not paying no. attention, and you don't care. So, not like, the slightest. But it was a big small talk topic of conversation, and or a, a group of people. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And, uh, oh, who do you think they're going to take? Or you know, who, who do you want? Who are you looking at? And you're not. Why do they have three dogs? Why do they have three dogs? Uh, what would you say to somebody if they were asking you about? Oh, I've learned to flat out go, dude. I'm I'm sorry. I'm one of the rare guys that doesn't care about football. Good for you. You know, Good I, for you. I, I I just say that because otherwise. You're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do this little dance, mm-hmm. and, it, and and I go, you know, for whatever reason, it's not my. You don't thing. use Pierre's system, <laughs> yeah. Well, the pitching holds up. Uh, no, just, I've, 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 learned, I've learned to nip in the that. bud. I've learned yeah. to nip it in the bud, and I know that it's a real easy small talk conversation for a lot of guys, specifically. But it's just not uh, one of mine. I don't. Well, want my my, my mother was <laughs> married to a quarterback. <laughs> Used to beat me all the time. Oh my god! <laughs> I was at a radio station junk at one time for something out west, and uh, a guy was really into soccer, like uh, you know, the man, you and the European League and all of that kind of stuff. And and I guess maybe the World Cup was happening right, at the time right. or whatever. And so he asked me like a soccer question, and I responded with like, "Yeah, I'm excited about it." And then he launched into so much minutia. And I got I got lost really fast, but he didn't stop. So I'm like in this weird position of like. 
I guess he just wants to talk about soccer. Yeah. And, and I'll sit here and listen, but I don't really know what he's talking about anymore. You know, really like, into Manchester. What do you like to eat? Right? Yeah. <laughs> How about that cantaloupe? But I mean, it, it, even golf, the sport that I play as often yeah. as I possibly can, I try to do it every day if I can. I still don't really follow the sport itself no. very closely. I know enough to to know okay, these events are going on, but I couldn't tell you who the best. I, I know. Who are the you big engaged are. when you talk with someone who is who has a more voluminous knowledge of the the sport and and the minutia of that sport? I, I will talk about the, spe- golf? the specifics of playing golf yeah. and, and courses and courses, yeah. but but when it comes to the professionals and how they're playing and who's playing against who and 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 all that I I get lost. You in were in here stuff. checking the speed of the of the carpet for putt. You 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 seem to be pretty invested. I brought in a stimp meter here into yeah. our, uh, <laughs> into the studio to roll the studio floor, which rolls at like a fourteen. It's which fast. Crazy. You, yeah. you seem to know a lot more than <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but but what I'm saying is I couldn't tell you who um you know. Who won uh, the PGA last week? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and and what tournaments are going on around the world? Oh, and, and who's, oh I see. And who's ranked okay. here and there? Right. And, and and their little beefs that they have. And right. they said about this in 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 the the press and well, so when, on. When Wahlberg was here and he was talking about courses in the area, like you had played yeah. a bunch of them, and so you were able to talk to him about those specific courses, and that's yes. a cool relatable thing. Yeah. And golf is another spot where I end up having to have a small talk with people. All the time. You get paired up with people it's you a don't common know. Topic too. A lot, but yeah. you have. The game before you, it's something, it's an activity you're doing, so. Yeah. But some people are really great at small talk. Uh, some others um, kind of cave, and that's fine, too. I'm, uh, it's I, I okay don't to cave, start crying, right? But, yeah, if you, if you just cry <laughs> don't immediately. Don't talk to me! <laughs> It'll certainly end the small talk problem. <laughs> don't talk to me! Uh, but but a, uh, a handy note is uh, Ford, F-O-R-D, Family, Occupational, Recreation, and Dreams, or Ray Day. Day, yes, which is... Diving, Agriculture, and Yodels. Yeah, those are the uh, the things to keep in mind if you find yourself around strangers. All right, anyhow, here's what I'd like to do. I would like to give away uh, some stuff from our friends at Primo Hoagies because it is National Hoagie Day, and Primo's is celebrating it with $6.99 uh, Italian... A primo size Italian turkey and cheese. That's something to talk about. And ham and cheese hoagies all day for rewards. Members, you can go to hoagies.com for details. Caller number nine, you get a $25 gift card. Uh, so we want to thank them for bringing by uh, the goods this morning. Uh, but get those now at primohoagies.com. You can sign up for the rewards and take advantage of that today on Hoagie Day. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. And uh, more concert cash on the way. And we will return shortly. Stay with us. MMR. Did something happen? It's MMR's Concerts Cash. We were just talking about how to spend $500. Tune in weekdays, even hours. I think you know this already, but you've won 500 bucks. Yes, I've won. Great day in the morning. You could win 500 bucks. Plus, a pair of tickets to the MMRBQ May 21st. Congratulations on winning the cash, my man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Love it. See official rules and details at WMMR.com. Concert Cash. Sponsored by AAA Distributor on Grant Avenue. In stock, kitchen, bath, and flooring products. 93.3 WMMR. Thank you for listening. Cheers. WMMR Rock. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Listen, if you have uh, been struggling, there's reason to celebrate because the Philadelphia Wings are headed to the playoffs for the first time in their modern era since they've returned. 
And it's a big deal, man. Yeah. It's Two awesome. Yeah. He's going to enter as a, uh, a wild card. And we want to welcome, we've never had a chance to have him on. We've spoke to many, of course, we're playing this music, uh, many members of the uh, the Wings over the years, but we've never talked to this guy. He's number one. Please give some love to Matt Rambo. This morning joining What's us up, via guys? Zoom. How you Thanks doing? Thanks for having me on. Nice to see you, Matt. Thanks for coming on, man. Do you recognize Appreciate the music it. that we're playing at all? Of course I do. Of course you do. All right, I wasn't sure. Yeah, your whole life. Your whole life, Rambo, has been a, a, a topic of conversation, I'm sure, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. But not a bad way, man. No, man, if you can have a name. That's a great name to it's have. It's better than uh, Steel Magnolias. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not as uh, badass. <laughs> not at all. Uh, well, congratulations on the, uh, you know, heading to the playoffs. Obviously, you've got work left to do, but you guys have to be pretty excited about that. Yeah, we're definitely excited, especially being back in the playoffs. In our new era, I think last year we would have made it as well. Just COVID hit, but going out to San Diego, playing them the second time in about uh, three weeks. So I think we're excited to go back out there and try and get the job done. And most importantly, if we win this game, we'll have a series and we're trying to bring uh, the playoffs back to Philly for a game and having the best fans in the world be there. It's awesome. And we're seeing where you are. You have a a palm tree behind you, so I assume you're in, like, southern Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, no, I'm, uh, I moved down to Florida um, last year so I can travel to the, my games. And my high school team's actually in the final four for our playoffs. So I have a game today. And then I'm going to head out to the game uh, later tonight. Wait, you're, cool. you're coaching high school? I'm coaching high school lacrosse okay. down in Florida. Yep. How is it doing down there? Because uh, I know lacrosse was, you know, when you were coming up and when I was coming up, you know, the Northeast was a real hotbed for it. Uh, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia. Um, but... How how does it do in Florida? Uh, it's growing. Uh, there's not as many coaches as players there are right now just because the sport is growing so fast, and I think you can see that all over the country. And, um, you know, we have great athletes. We're just behind the curve just a little bit. So hopefully in the next, you know, five, ten years, we can get to speed up to, you know, the guys of Philly or Maryland or New York. Yeah, Matt, you, you mentioned that the fan base here, and, I mean, ever since we've been doing this show, uh, lacrosse and especially the Wings – like, when I first got to the area, I was amazed at how the fandom was and how rabid. And it's not the same all around the country. So is is, is this area known in the in, in the sport-wide as an area where fans are passionate about lacrosse? Absolutely. Uh, Philly is one of the hotbeds of lacrosse. Uh, hundreds of kids go to the top D1 schools. And some of the best players that ever played the game came from Philly and uh yeah, it's definitely a hotbed. I think this is one of the hottest spots to live. Is it silly to, you know, if you want to be a big-time lacrosse, it just has so much history here, too. And especially having the wings there for, you know, the last 20, 30 years. When I was a little kid, I grew up in Abington, so I used to go to the games all the time as well. So I think the wings are a huge part of the growing of the sport, too. Do you, nice. do you think that the, the – obviously, one thing that – other sports have that, you know, where where if you're on the wings, you you know, it's it's not like it's a, it's a full – Full, full career a lot of the times, and there's other things you have to do. But do you, is the sport edging in a, in a way, uh, you know, because it seems, it always seems to be in a, in a growing stage. Is, is it is it more, without being indelicate, is it more lucrative now than it used to be? Or is it about at a status quo with what it's always been? 
No, it's definitely growing. Uh, it's definitely growing everywhere, money-wise, more teams, more kids, more players, more coaches. So it's definitely on the rise. And there's obviously there's two leagues. There's the indoor league, the NLL, which the Philadelphia wins, and then there's an outdoor league, the PLL, that's, you know, growing crazy as well. So, you know, a lot of people are playing both, and they cannot make a full time out of lacrosse. Uh, Wings are playing San Diego on uh, the first round on Saturday. Uh, you'll be able to watch it here locally on CW Philly ESPN+. Plus. Tell us a little bit about San Diego's team and what you guys are up against. Yeah, San Diego's a really good team. They're the number one team in the West. But, you know, I, I always love our chances. and I love our support that we have behind us at, uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, we're just going to play our game, not really worried about them too much. Um, I think if we can play a hard game, Shoot the ball well, play great defense. I think we're going to be all right. <laughs> Porty's hammered home by the singing bird in the yes, background. Yeah, right. We're getting a song from the birds surrounding you. It's it's interesting to hear how you're going to destroy, we're gonna kill them. Yeah. destroy this other team and going to tear their heads off. Going to tear their heads off. But it's it's interesting. So you guys are, and I don't know how it works in the playoffs for for NLL, but like you guys are, I would consider you to be an East team. Why are you playing in the West? Uh, there's just more teams in the East and the West, so uh, the West division gets one wild card, and we absolutely uh, we got the wild card spot just with our record compared to the other West teams. So we got that spot to hop in the West division for playoffs. You know, the, the, it's such a great sport. It's so great to go see it in, in person too. Uh, my my wife is a big fan of of uh, lacrosse, and uh, especially. The energy and, and, you know, compare the ticket price to what you get and, and bang for the buck and so on and so forth. Have you, in all the time you've been playing the sport, have you ever taken someone who was just a naysayer and said, come watch, come watch it once and seen that transformation click in? Yeah, I have a bunch of family members, friends, or even friends of friends that never been to an indoor game. And they're just like, this was the funnest game ever. There's live music going <laughs> yeah. on the whole time. Yeah. It's a big party. The drinks are cheaper. There can be fights. There's a lot of hits. There's a lot of goals. So it's like everything you want right there on the floor, yeah. uh, just right in front of your eyes. And, you know, if you guys have ever been to a Wings game, you know how the fans are there. They oh. always get into it. There's chance going on. It's, oh, it's yeah. great. It's that's great. Where, that's actually the first time I heard the whole sucks thing. Uh-huh. When they're announcing yeah. the, the, the uh, opposing lineup, first time I heard that was at Wings. And uh-huh. I'm like, Wow. <laughs> These guys are hard, man. They are they are rough. These, these fans. <laughs> Speaking of the fans, Matt, with with a last name like Rambo, um, you know, some fans will latch on to uh, to fan favorites, and uh, they will, uh, you know, maybe hold up signs or do. Th- how, how do people react to your name and your persona? It has to have a tie-in. Or, 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 or do you have any fans that wear like you know the, the trademark John Rambo, you know, a headband or anything <laughs> like that? I haven't seen too many headbands, but. You know, I think uh, a bunch of fans love me just because I'm also from Philadelphia as well. So yeah, and it's not a. Uh, a lot of the kids, a lot of the younger kids, don't know the movie Rambo, so it's sad. But mm-hmm. obviously, the older fans love saying, bringing that up too. So it's always a great topic starter too. You know what you need to do is a promotion one time during the event. You, what you do is you have you or so have a lucky fan get up into a, one of those jeeps mounted with the 50 caliber yeah. like Rambo did in Rambo <laughs> yes and then have like a like a prize dummy that you can shoot down into great. yeah they kids love that hey question okay Matt have you seen all of the Rambo and first blood movies and if so which one will be your favorite uh I would say the first one's the favorite it's just original 
just going crazy, running around, <laughs> yeah. just feeling everything badass. So, uh, you know, I love them all, but the first one's always my first one. It got a little favorite. ridiculous after a while. It, it got way ridiculous. However, Rambo, uh-huh. right, the second to the last was, to me, is is on an even keel with, with First Blood, if not more. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I want to. So you said that, the, and, and it looks like uh, the San Diego is the number one seed, but they only finished ten and eight. You guys finished nine and nine. They had one more win than you guys in the season. You guys played them literally uh, one month ago, and you guys beat them thirteen to twelve. I'm looking at your stats. It looked like you scored a couple of uh, you scored a goal, no, a couple of goals, uh, and and had a couple of assists. You actually had a pretty decent game. So uh, you know this just because they're the one seed, that doesn't mean anything, right? Uh, no, it doesn't. I mean, we're in playoffs. I think whatever team's going to show up and be ready to, you know, go to battle, that's what we're going to do. And, uh, yeah, we're just excited to get back out there. And, you know, I know we're the underdog here, but that's what we want in Philly. Case, give them a nothing's over. Can you play? The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, this one, one, this one. It's not over. Nothing is over! That's absolutely <laughs> yeah. true. So, All right, well, listen, uh, Matt, good luck with everything. It's Saturday, and like I said, uh, you can watch the CW Philly ESPN Plus. It'll be at 1030. Late game, by Ooh. the way, against San Diego. But uh, you can reserve second-round playoff tickets now at wingslax.com. So good luck with everything and with the high school team, man. We appreciate you oh, thanks, uh, uh, doing what you do, okay? I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. You guys Absolutely. are the best. Thank right. you, man. Thank you. Matt Rambo, yeah. guys. Hey. Nice guy. Very cool. I love it. Want what they want. Yeah. <laughs> a champion lacrosse team. Could you imagine having the name Rambo? Be the best. Man. Be yeah. So awesome. Uh, by the way, as the birds were were tweeting in the background, yeah. it, it sounded very uh, tranquil. It was and lovely. Yeah, uh, Kathy, my son Carter has gotten into uh, birds big time. Oh, I thought you would. Have, I thought you would oh, love that. Man, I loved Carter. <laughs> Carter is very. Uh, he has a, a lot of oh, hobbies, which is wonderful. That his so. latest besides birds, <laughs> mushrooms. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like mushroom. Yeah. Finding, identifying. My girlfriend was doing that yesterday at Valley Forge. I said, dude, fine. Yeah. Don't you dare eat any of them. And he's like, I know. He's like, but but he eventually wants to. And he's got the field guide and all that Look, stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I don't your game. care, dude. Yeah, I know. Don't do it because you, one little mistake is not worth it. True. Uh, you know? Is he looking for morels, like specific ones? No, he's looking for right now anything. Like okay. He just runs off into the woods and he'll you know, come back with pictures of, oh, yeah, this yeah. Is, these are turkey tails. I mean, you some know, of them are, like, like very expensive <laughs> if, you, you know, you were to buy one in, in uh, an Acme or whatever. Like, they're... They're not cheap, um, and so that's part of the reason why sometimes people go out looking for them. And they're, if you pick the right ones, are edible and delicious. But yes, be careful. If you kill it, though, Nick, you you got to use the whole thing. You got to use it. You know, use the, mm-hmm. the, the oh, all of the right, using the bones, right, yeah, exactly. Harvest yeah. the whole mushroom, <laughs> the tongue, but he he comes back. He he gets so excited about one yeah. that he that he found, and it's you cool. know, I want to hang out with Carter about it. And and the same thing is happening with birds now. So. Are you going to get a truffle pig? Oh, uh, we should. I told him. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. there might be you know thousands of dollars out there. You know, his his dream trip is going to be then to like the Black Forest, right? right? Yeah. yeah, wherever they have great truffles, yeah. I guess. But. Where's the Black Forest? <laughs> Germany. Yeah. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, I thought yeah, I thought Kathy would appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck to him. But I've been I've been watching along with him. Like I took out the uh, the binoculars, just looking out in our backyard, and 
uh, looking at these uh, some birds I'd never seen before that are, you know, that were like ground feeding and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. It, sometimes these things that have been like for the longest time, oh, that seems like the dumbest thing. Yeah. I, I told you my wife's into the beekeeping now. Yeah, yeah. I'm finding it fascinating. She's got the second hive going now. This, uh, um, the whole process, everything, it's a, it's amazing. Yeah. And and as I was watching these birds yesterday in the backyard, I'm like, hey, there's this, there's this little show going on. Yeah. yeah. Back here in my backyard. Dun, 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 dun. Every day. And all I have to do is go look It's for right it. there. Nature presents yeah. a wonderful show sometimes. All, all but you Kath, have to do is go look for it. And this is death of a salesman. <laughs> I will say, Kev, I, I do get a little bit bored of the birds that are in my yard. You know, sparrows, robins, they're, they're not that exciting. Oh. But if I see a cardinal or a blue jay yeah, or something yeah. with I'm a little like, bit of color. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's cool. See, it's the color. Mm-hmm. Those brown ones are stupid. Um, <laughs> what, wait, is the class, have... what is the classic? As a robin, right? No, not a robin, right? The classic bird, what? Sparrow. A classic brown bird. The, cl- the most common brown bird in this doves, area. Doves are, are kind of a grayish brown, and you'll see them all over the place. Yeah. Um, no, but like, what's, what's the... Sparrows. Like the dumb brown ones that we see all over sparrows, here. Sparrows, probably. Yeah. <laughs> or a bunting. Yeah. Oh, you know what you sh- could do, Kath? Um, set up, like, a little hummingbird thingy outside of, like, your kitchen yes, window. Yes, my neighbor does that. They're That's, amazing. Those things are pretty neat. All right, so wait, I have a que- I do have a bird question. Um, so there's two of the dumb brown ones that mm-hmm. are fly into my garage... Every Every time my garage door is open, yeah. why do they want to come in there? They want a nest. But yeah. I, so I, this is what I think. They know you hate it. That's no, why. I think that there is a nest. Let's on, go into the fridge. <laughs> I think there's there might be a nest uh, in a tree on the other, uh, like on the outside oh. of the garage. So are they looking for food? Are they getting lost? Like what are they doing in there? I don't know. We have a nest that, that's right. So we have a wraparound porch, and there's an, and right a little bit of an edge sticks out on one of the columns. And there is a nest there all the time. We refuse to ever there because it's it's so what we can sit there and watch from the couch the birds going in and yeah, out. I can hear them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's where they are. One time I went in one winter to uh, and we keep uh, you know like our boots and things like that in the garage uh, on a, on a rack. And I went in and I was going to get my boots ready for because snow was coming or something like that. There's a nest in my oh boot. My. No way. In my <laughs> snow. It's boot. a protected area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, it's like pre-nested too yeah. because it has all the. Uh, it's just on. so weird. Every time the garage door goes up, like if I leave it open for a second, go inside, get them, that they come into the like fly pretty, into the garage. It's pretty it's, wild. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a mocking. You know, it's a bird. So. And they're so uh, stupid. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's bird chat for the day. What does a mockingbird look like? Uh, it's. Uh, have you ever seen a panther? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Nothing like it. Like I don't know. Nick, please. My Nick is it's in charge. Dumb of, uh, no. You ever, heard, you ever heard one? No. Uh, yeah, it has a mocking yeah. sound. Yeah. 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 Oh my God! Shut yeah. up out there. Yeah. 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 Bird. <laughs> Learn another word. <laughs> They're called mockingbirds because they mock all sorts of different sounds. So they have a, a variety of calls so that, you know, they can mock like a, a cell phone. Uh, they can mock a car alarm. Like if, you? <laughs> they can mock that. Yeah. Stallone. Yeah. Yeah. They're huge. Is that a double? Is that a red breasted Stallone? <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Will you? Yeah. Nothing over. Nothing over. Nothing over. Nothing over. I give you my legs. I give you my legs. I give you my legs. I want to give you. I want to give you. I want to give you. 
Philly-centric ones. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so do we have Mockingbirds right here? <laughs> hey, yo. You know, I don't want to bring up uh, part of uh, my Rocky impersonation, which is really bad. Yeah, we have a lot of them. Right. Yeah, because I've seen that bird before. Yeah. Uh, it's gray and white, and uh, it's, a, it's a pretty bird. They mock. Pretty, 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 pretty bird. Yeah. Pretty bird. What's the they bird? They mock other birds as well. So, like, they, they part of the, like, they'll, they'll steal Robin's calls and, and things along those lines. So, that, okay. that's why they're called that. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. So I wanted to ask about that. Is that the same thing as a cat bird? The one no. that's like, meh. No, cat birds are dicks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're I'll tell you what, what bird, what bird is, is routinely. Uh, blue jays. Can, blue jays. Yep. Like, exactly. Blue jays and cat birds are the worst. Yes. Because they'll eat other birds' eggs or they'll kill, knock other birds' eggs out yeah. of their nests, I've heard. They right? will get um, pertinent information to other birds and, and take out mortgages in their name. All no. right, no, here's the here's question. <laughs> what are the birds that if you see, say, a, um, a bird of prey, like a red-tailed hawk, and the other birds that will fly at them and, and like, the little ones that, like, pester them? Not a crow. No, no, no! Much smaller than that. Okay, like yeah. they'll fly behind them. They'll they'll, they'll circle around them. I know and, you're and, about. And like a, like a starling. They'll run them out of the area. I don't think they're starlings, Too but they'll the catbirds. They'll run them out of the area, and they're doing it as a defensive mechanism. I've seen crows do it. Um, um, oh, they're rizzos. Rizzos. Get out of here, you bum! You bum bum! You bum bum! I take you down, all of you, all of you. One, all two, three. <laughs> that's a. We don't have any uh, rizzo. <laughs> Bird clips, do we? Your yellow sneak. Yeah, that's a kind of oh, bird. Yellow, yellow sneak. sneak. <laughs> yellow the eastern. Yellow your sneak. yellow sneak. I take you back. All of you. All of you. All of you. <laughs> the eastern yellow sneak. Get away from me. You're a bum. You're a lush crumb bum. Lush. You're a filthy lush. <laughs> Wait a second. Is that a Rizzo or is that a mockingbird being a Rizzo? That's uh, a good that's question. True. Yeah, you, it's hard to tell. It would be. It would be hard to tell. Yeah. Just uh, me. Would, oh. <laughs> oh, he's just saying it is actually just a Rizzo bird. <laughs> Speed it up if you can do it, Casey. God, I can't. You can't. It's, uh, not on just the, me. it's not on the box. Yes, I want to yes, fight yes, you. I want to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got back all of you. Is it a grackle, Nick, that uh, chases after? They do. Okay. Uh, that's one um, that will chase off a hawk. You guys, uh, I know, Casey, you've been. Steve, have you been to Hawk Mountain yet? That's that's one of my goals. Oh, I tell you why I did see a lot of amazing birds, though. Nick is at the uh, the 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 John Hines. John Hines, yeah. I saw like Preston and Osprey sitting like holy hell. It was amazing. You know uh, that um, that cairn that's off of uh, that pile of rocks that's off of the Blue Route. If you get off of the Villanova yeah, exit, right, right, yeah. there was a uh, a broad, sh- uh, sharp shinned hawk on top of the cairn yesterday, oh. and it was just it was like lording over the entire uh, Blue yeah, Route. But yeah. it was you know for. Uh, Kathy would have hated every second yeah, of it. It was like, oh, my God, look at that thing. <laughs> Majestic. Yeah. Hawk you stick your hand into a pile of goo that was once your best bird's face, <laughs> and you're going to know how to fight. I loved it. Hang on a second here. Um, Chris's dad was attacked by Blue Jays. Hi, Chris, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank oh. you. What's up, Chris? Hey, all right. So a couple of years ago, um, when uh, unfortunately our dog ended up uh, getting uh, hit by a car and my dad took away the bird feeders because she chased after a squirrel. And that's why she went after him, because she was uh, trying to get the squirrels that were eating all the bird food out. Right. There. After, uh-huh. after he took away the bird feeders out of our front yard, when he would go out to his car in the morning, he would get attacked by the Blue Jays constantly. Yeah, huh. like, like they, they would actually, uh, like, they would actually swoop down. They and, do. 
so by his head, they yep. would be screaming nope. at him. And Chris, they they, they do that, yeah. And like they'll go after cats, they'll go after mm-hmm. the, the children. I mean, they they when they get pissed off, uh, they they can get really honorary. Oh, they definitely can. And you would swear that the way how they were screaming at him, they were going, "Hey, hey!" <laughs> By the way, my friend Leslie, who is a uh, she is a big bird uh, uh, um, enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that uh, the brown birds you see all over the place are English sparrows. And um, she refers to them as garbage birds. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, See, she's on my page. <laughs> Let me go to, it says Devich. Is your name Devich? Yeah, it is. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, uh, just commenting on the birds that are chasing after the hawks. Yeah. Uh, those are typically eastern kingbirds or red-winged blackbirds. I know the red-winged blackbird is. We have a bunch of those out behind my house. Okay, so that would make sense. I just could uh, off in the distance. I guess I couldn't see those orange and red markings on their uh, uh, on their uh, wings. Devich, do you know yeah. why the cage bird sings? <laughs> my Angelou does, right? Yeah, yep. All right, thank you, Devich. Appreciate it. Okay. Well, interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, let me see. What was I going to mention? Well, we're not talking about that. No, we started to talk about that. A can of worms, the birds will come back. Yeah, I know, right? Um, we talked about mushrooms and birds. What is this? (laughs) Free bird. (laughs) Turn it up. This one's about my people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, favorite bird song. We have Mockingbird. We have Free Bird. Or Blackbird. And your bird can Ooh. sing. Blackbird. Blackbird, Black yeah, that's probably one of the best ones. Mm. Bird is the word. Yeah, that's the, that's beautiful. Oh, no. Is that, that's really called Surfing Bird, though, right? Yeah, I think it, it is, yes. Okay. I think Surfing Bird is the actual name of mm. that song. So. They've never tried to make that a ballad. Uh, Surfing Bird? Yeah. What about Norwegian Wood? Wipeout. <laughs> Norwegian Wood is, uh, is what do you call that, subtitled? Yeah, uh, right. This Bird Has Flown? Yeah. Oh, yes, right. that's or, right. Also known as? What about uh, Fly Like an Eagle? Ooh. Oh. Black, black, I, I tend to think of birds in a more a, a theory, like a blackbird is a beautiful song. Yes, yeah. it is a beautiful song. Rock, Flag, and Eagle. That's a good one. Rock, oh, my Flag, God. and Eagle. <laughs> Um, let me, hang on, let me go to Angela here. Hey, Angela, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Got Zooks. Got Zooks. What's up, Angela? Okay, so I am a total bird nerd. I actually <laughs> used to do bird surveys for the New Jersey Audubon Society for a couple summers after college. So. Um, and that mobbing behavior you were talking about where birds chase away predators. Yes. Um, a lot of birds actually do that. And what they'll do is they'll congregate, um, and it's a whole bunch of different species at once. So it's like chickadees and grackles and uh, blue jays and um, red-winged blackbirds. And they'll all actually gang up on a predator to chase them away. Okay. Angela, so, but but the bluebird has, is the bluebird um, sort of uh, well-known as a as an aggressive bird? A blue jay? You mean? I mean, a blue jay, yeah. Oh. Blue Jays, yeah, they're real buttheads. They will attack anything and anyone. They are right. beautiful, though. Angela, like Kathy, would you categorize any birds as stupid? Um, the, you know, your friend um, who said the European uh, house, re- or not house friends, um, house sparrows, they are actually stupid. And Told you. as beautiful <laughs> as um, starlings are, they are very um, dangerous for natural bluebirds because they take up all the habitat. So, okay. so English sparrows, are, are they as well? Are they dumb? Yeah, they're dumb. Okay, <laughs> we don't like those. Dumb. Now you don't like you won't like this, but I used to bird hunt when I was uh, when I was a kid. My dad would take me out hunting, and he always claimed that doves were pretty stupid because uh, it would you like. Know, they- 
are kind of goofy. I yeah. love them. They're actually one of my favorite birds because they're just like so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> meaning, meaning that you could you could be firing, right? Yeah, and uh, and they might loop around and come right back at you if you missed them or something right, like right, that. Yeah, they would yeah. Do something really dumb yeah. like that. So they're not super intelligent. Okay. All right, Angel. Do you do you still do it as a hobby now, even though it's not uh, part of uh, work for you? I do actually. I, I'm currently at work at an animal shelter, and I uh, we're right in the middle of the woods. So I have my binoculars with uh-huh. uh, with me at work, and I was running around <laughs> after cleaning the kennels, looking for all the warblers outside. Well, that's cool. That's cool what you do there at the shelter. That's very cool. Yep. All right. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, great. Thank you, guys. Yep. The okay. fastest, is it not the fastest animal on Earth, the peregrine, peregrine falcon? That's yeah. what I'd always heard. I saw uh, two of them in uh, the Channel Islands National Park uh, two or three weeks ago, and um, the, it was unmistakable, unmistakable, Steve, and they were hovering for a stretch, and then you could see that they were hunting for something, and they didn't get up to 200 miles yeah. an hour, but they, they dive-bombed. And it was it's cool to see, man. And uh, even Kathy, I think you would have been impressed by the Peregrine Falcon. All right, I have more. Uh, I have more songs here. Uh, Rock and Robin. Yep. Oh, that's yeah, that's a great. That, one. that is a great song. I you can't help but sing along to that one. Uh, Canary in a Coal Mine is a great song. There you the go. Police. Right, it's got to be your um, favorite, right? It's one of my favorites for sure. Uh, how about this? Rubber ducky. <laughs> but it's not a real make bird. bad time. Lots, lots of fun. Uh, dog and the Butterfly. No, that's wrong. This is Crow and the Butterfly from Shinedown. See the Crow and the Butterfly. Um, how about, uh, oh, The Bird by the Time. Great song. I don't know that one. Back! <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't know that? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. America! Have you heard? No. Oh, yeah. Brand new dance. It's called The Bird. All right. It's in, it's in Purple Rain. Is it James Brown? No, no, it's, um, it's uh, more stay in the time. Oh, more stay in the mother effing time. The mother effing time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it goes, <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, you'd have to hear it. Yeah. I'm not no, doing it any justice. Oh, my gentlemen, more stay in the time. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. Disco Duck is a bird song. Ooh, ooh, Oh, when doves cry. Three there little- you oh, go. That's a great song. Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. <gasps> yeah. oh, probably my favorite Bob Marley song. Besides, is this love? Mm-hmm. Um, is this birds? Is this birds? Is this birds? Is this birds that I'm feeling? Wait, is scar tissue a, a bird song? Do they talk about birds and scar tissue? With the birds of Jesus, the lonely view. They do. <laughs> it's good, Steve. Here's one. I'm Like a Bird by Natalie, or ah, Nellie Furtado. Nellie Furtado. Oh, my God, what a beautiful song. She says, the voice of an angel. In fact, you feel like you're flying when she sings that beautiful song, Nellie Furtado. Uh, Sounds like something you'd order at a Greek restaurant. N- uh, Nellie Furtado? Yeah. yeah <laughs> All right, anyhow, we're done with Bird Chat. All right. Uh, I want to take a break. Yeah, okay. that's it. Oh, you know what? Uh, what, 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 what I got a couple shout outs. I'll get to them <laughs> when we return uh, in just a moment. But, I need uh, you to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> and listen. When that pops up, it just takes it's me. So good. It catches me off guard. I love it. So we're going to take a break. I need you to stop talking um, and listen to me. And we're going to get to the concert cash in a moment. Your chance to win the money and the ticket. So stay put. We'll be back. And, oh, 
Speaking of winning, right. let's give away a $25 gift card for Primo Hoagies. I love Today's Primo. National Hoagie Day, and uh, Primo Hoagies is celebrating with $6.99 Primo size Italian turkey and cheese, ham and cheese hoagies all day for reward members. And you can visit primohoagies.com for details. Caller number 11. We will give you that $25 gift card, and we will be back in just a moment. The MMRBQ is almost here. Featuring Disturbed, The Pretty Reckless, Living Color, and maybe you. Oh, that's right. This year, we debut the Preston and Steve Side Stage. Live band karaoke with Sidearm, plus our friends Froggy are going to be playing live. And it's the return of the Jackie Bam Bam Party Deck. Want to sing on the Preston and Steve stage? Get audition songs and details at WMMR.com. Then submit your video on social media using hashtag MMRBQ. Also, we're excited to announce our limited time 420 ticket offer. Four lawn tickets at 20 bucks each. MMRBQ 2022, May 21st at Waterfront Music Pavilion. Presented by NJM Insurance Group. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. And sponsored by Pro Team Collision. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks your summer. So, real quick, if you don't mind, before we get into the B-File, I got a couple of short towns no, absolutely. to do. Absolutely. Uh, this one is, is from uh, Wolven Raptor. It's a cool name. Yeah, it says, uh, uh, good morning, you guys. My name, oh, it says my name is Liam. Okay, okay. so the, the screen name is a Wolver, Wolven Raptor. Uh, my name is Ian. I'm from North Carolina. Uh, my wife and I listen and watch you guys on YouTube and on the radio app, and I was wondering if I could get a nice, juicy shirt out to my lovely wife, Percy, who is the one person who has been able to put up with my crap through uh, all the years. Today is our fourth year anniversary. Ah. Uh, what a better way to celebrate than a nice, juicy, wet one. Uh, may the 4th be with you. So here is a shart out. And thank you guys for checking in from the Carolinas. We what appreciate is that. the 4th? Is that balsa wood? Uh, the 4th anniversary. Yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. might be the balsa, yeah, yeah. the balsa anniversary. Here's another one that says, uh, hey, please, Presbo, my buddy is a longtime listener just like me. We'll listen to you guys as much as we can with our jobs uh, when they don't get in the way. And I'm really sorry that this is short, short notice. Uh, but he's getting married on Friday the 6th of May. His name is uh, Johnny Stokes. His beautiful bride is Sammy Schaefer. Uh, we all reside in lovely Delco. And the father-in-law, one of my best friends, has an auto repair shop in uh, Morton Rutledge. And I think that's Casey's hometown. Yeah, that's my area. Hmm. Johnny and Sammy. I don't know Johnny and Sammy. I don't know. I'm the probably, king and the king I'm probably the like once removed from them. Right. Yep. Uh, it says, anywho, thank you so much, uh, brother. We love you and everyone at WMMR and appreciate all that you do for our community. My name is Drew from Delco, he says. Uh, and please tell Steve, I want to kiss you. <laughs> I want to kiss you. So here's a short out. Uh, and uh, good luck, guys. That's We're awesome. A lot of love on Friday. And then... Love um, talking about love. This one is for the, the 7th. So I'm going to do this now because we I, I, I would hate to miss it tomorrow. I miss the whole thing altogether. It says, hey, this is a birthday shout-out request for my friend Grant. We met playing basketball as kids and are still friends over 20 years later. Uh, he's a one-of-a-kind person and an amazing friend. Grant is also a huge fan of the President Steve Show, and he is the reason that I have become a loyal listener as well. Whenever we catch up with uh, each other, we... Always enjoy talking about our favorite segments from the show. His birthday is May 7th, but whenever you can get to this, it would make his day. Thank you, Ray John. That is from Leon Kakura. So here's a shout out for his buddy, Grant. Great. And um, maybe I can do one more. 
uh, says, hey, I want a big juicy shout out for uh, the Dolan cousins, Colleen and Brian specifically. It'd mean a lot to me. And it would be a cool little surprise there, usually in the very front stage near the right near Steve. Oh, at Keenan's. Oh. Uh, And says, oh, yeah, my cousins have been first in line at Keenan's for at least the last four years, maybe longer, that has taken place. Unfortunately, I can't swing it this year uh, to be there, but my cousins, I'm sure, will be there first again. And P.S., if Kenny Knight could also spin (laughs) Blinded by the Light by Bill Cosby, (laughs) that would be awesome. And that is from Mark Hanley, also known as Junior. So here's a shout out. (laughs) That was the... um... That is one of my probably. It's up there with one of the Daily Rush videos that I've watched over and over and over. It's altered how I hear the song. Like yeah. if I hear Golden Earring outside of our program, I now hear Cosby singing it. Golden Earring, a man for man. Blind man, for man. No, no, yeah. actually, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, it was this. It was yeah, uh, yeah. the. We have to get to his. His lyrics, because then you'll understand why Steve did that this one particular day. And here's Bruce. Madman drummers, bombers, and Indians in the summer with the flappy and the whippy doo. In the dumps with the bums and the chick comes into the room and I give her some bandit grill. Okay. That Daily Rush, it's one of that I've watched more than probably all the others. So uh, He's out. When that song was written, he was, was he going, that was, when we, that segment, that Daily Rush was prior to him going into jail, yes, right? Yes, agreed. And then, uh, now. And now he's, uh, he's, he's out. out on the streets, he's just, he's singing well, man for man. Blinded by the light, he's walking down the streets, and bummers, crummers, dummers. <laughs> My shoulder's feeling kind of older, I trip the merry-go-round. Yep. I have to say. I'm a fa- I'm a bigger fan of the Man for Man version. I agree. Yeah, I agree. That and um, I like their version of Spirits in the Night better right. than, than yep. the Bruce Springsteen version too. So. All right, uh, we have about a minute left before we are going to play the concert cash. Yeah, so uh, let me mention this. Let me make sure that oh, the timing is right on this and I didn't let it go. Saturday, June 4th. Okay, uh, I got this email. It's a butt plug, and it is from Project Healing Hive. Uh, this is from Kristen Morris Eel, who is the founder and board president of Project Healing Hive. And they are Phoenixville-based, and Mm. they have an event coming up, I believe. So they improve mental health. uh, It's to improve mental health care by advancing an agenda for uh, evidence-based uses of CAM, which is complementary and alternative medicine. They're the ones that do the beehive therapy. Oh, okay. My wife's going to hold Yes, maybe my wife can now become a therapist. Uh, Fundraiser Festival, Saturday, June 4th, uh, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at a building, their building in Phoenixville, which is called uh, PA Nourish Our Minds. Uh, And they support individuals and families in a better aid program. It says, let's break the stigma around mental health as a priority and grow in community uh, while supporting ourselves and each other. Sounds good. Yep. Okay. So they have an event coming up. Kristen lost her husband to suicide and after that had happened, her and her daughter went through, um, you know, standard treatment, therapy and, and, you know, uh, counseling and all of that. But she said she found um, a lot of healing in these alternative methods like the beehive therapy um, and like the deprivation tanks. They actually uh, use that. Yeah, she uh, I don't know if they do equine. I'm not sure. But um, she said both her and her 
her young daughter um, found a lot of, um, it, it was very useful to them to do this in addition to it. So she ended up opening up this um, facility and has this whole organization. Excellent. Oh, cool. Well, you got the information up at uh, PrestonandSteve.com, I believe. Little, little... Have they considered music therapy? Man, Maybe you and Claire can go over together. <laughs> you got very clear there. Yeah. All right. And around the shoulder, boulder, all over. All right. Oh, uh, I just, oh. Look, look at the time. Now, here's your concert cash keyword. And the word is loud, like crank it up loud, L-O-U-D. We'll give you until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways to do that. You can text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners receive two free tickets to the MMR BBQ. Uh, winners will get a call from our company, Beasley. Make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It's brought to you by AAA Distributor. Let me give you that word again. It is loud, L-O-U-D. Enter it now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre. All right, it's brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Oh, National Hoagie Day is today. You can enjoy $6.99 Primo size Italian turkey and cheese or ham and cheese all day. So good. It's not just a hoagie, it's a Primo. All right, this is a pretty wild story. And I remember the original story. There's a little bit more to this now. A woman in Orange County, Florida, accused of murdering her boyfriend by sealing him inside a zipped up suitcase for several hours. Yeah. Returned to court this week. Uh, Sarah Boone. She didn't have a case? Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, Sarah Boone stands accused of intentionally leaving her boyfriend, Jorge Torres Jr., trapped inside a suitcase overnight in the pair's apartment in February 2020, despite his frequent pleading to be let out. It's just insane. This is a, just a oh, horrible, yeah. horrible way Every to die. Every level of this. Uh, upon discovering Torres dead inside the suitcase the following morning, Boone called 911 to report the incident. She would later tell police. That she and Torres were drunk and playing hide-and-seek the night before, mm-hmm. and that his death was an accident. So what about when he was screaming to get out? Well, listen, but videos discovered on Boone's cell phone during an investigation told a much different story. According to the Orlando Sentinel, which obtained the videos through a public records request, Boone could be heard and seen in the videos taunting Torres while he begged her to open the suitcase and complained that I that he couldn't breathe. He was saying, I can't effing breathe. Seriously. He allegedly pleaded in the first video. That was recorded around 11, 12 p.m. And th- then they have video of her saying, yeah, that's what you do when you choke me. Adding, that's on you. Oh, that's what I feel like when you cheat on me and you should probably shut the F up. So she's yelling at the suitcase. <clears throat> was there a history of a domestic violence yep. with him? Uh, I don't know yeah. about him particularly, yeah. but they the pair had documented history of domestic uh, violence. Uh, so in a second video reportedly recorded at 11.23 p.m., the suitcase can be seen sitting upright in the couple's living room. Can a you few imagine? F- a few feet away from where it was in the first video. Torres can be heard shouting Boone's name before she stopped recording. 
Moon told investigators that she went upstairs and fell asleep, assuming that Torres would be able to get out of the suitcase without her help. But the next morning, she found him still inside and not breathing. An initial autopsy showed Torres suffered injuries on his forehead, bruises on his shoulder, a busted lip, and scratches on his back. The county medical examiner determined his cause of death to be asphyxiation. Boom reportedly didn't call police right away, but first contacted her ex-husband, asking him to come over. When he arrived at approximately 1 p.m., he advised her to report the incident. Boom was charged with second-degree murder in this incident. Wow. Just insane. Yep. All right, this story's out of Scotland. A bride-to-be was attacked by a crazed idiot who repeatedly stabbed the inflatable penis costume she was wearing for her hen night. Laura Inglis was celebrating with friends ahead of her marriage to Jill Hutchinson. You dress like a penis! Laura. And I won't have it. None of it! Laura. He was just enraged. Looks uh, like a big old penis. Uh, Laura was in uh, Eaglesham Pavilion when Ronald McKinnon struck. Uh, he charged towards Laura, repeatedly stabbing her inflatable costume. What the hell are you wearing? A shaken Laura. Fo- it looks like a pee <laughs> <laughs> A shaken Laura phone police. Not in the Glasgow hussy coming in here dressed like a pee <laughs> To report the incident, and McKinnon landed in the dock. He was charged with uh, possessing a knife in public and culpable and reckless conduct by stabbing Laura's costume. I suggest you run before I stab you in your balls. Last month. <laughs> he pleaded guilty to the culpable culpable and reckless conduct charge. Yeah, it seems to be. We're looking at the costume. It's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and prosecutors <laughs> amended the charge to say that he used a sharp implement rather than a knife and to stab the costume and is not... Uh, his uh, not guilty plea was accepted to the knife possession charge. So, uh, for whatever reason, he wanted to stab it. It's going to happen somehow. Hey, you hear about this every now and then, uh, but here's another story. The Mansfield Independent School District in Texas held a special event at uh, Vernon Newsom Stadium to celebrate the 36 sets of multiples, 35 sets of twins, and one set of triplets Wow! in the senior classes at its five high schools and one early college program. Is that the most ever for a senior class? That's a good question. Officials say the graduating class represents the most multiples ever seen at one time in the district. Uh, the district's graduation ceremony is scheduled for the end of this month. Didn't Dennis one time yeah. when he was principal mm-hmm. at his school, they had like I think it eight was, or nine oh, sets no, of twins I or think, more? I'll look it up. I want to say it was like 13 sets. Wow. Oh. Wow. And, it, and I guess fertility sometimes, yeah. the, the, the treatments yeah. and so on. But, yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, so, all right, what are, would you follow someone on social media just to watch them study? Well, 469,000 TikTok followers do that with a 22-year-old British university student looking on as he live streams himself while he studies at his bedroom desk. Is he particularly good-looking? I don't know. I didn't see him. Uh, as he studies, business and marketing student uh, Yeha Morgabel, uh, who goes to the University of Surrey, looks at his screen and plays a calming playlist. He told BBC News, people just enjoy watching me study. Uh, they study alongside me and they feel less alone. Uh, he sends notifications to his followers ahead of the streams, and uh, during study breaks, he talks to his followers and answers questions asked in the comments. Uh, Dr. Leanne Perryman, senior lecturer at the Institute of Educational Technology, 
uh, said uh, to BBC News that having a study buddy can provide what she called a useful low level of distraction. She said before the pandemic, it was common for people to study in a library silently alongside others or in a cafe, gaining that low level of distraction. And the pandemic made that impossible for many people. So some turned to online uh, study buddies. So the guy just sits there. He's sort of company for people. That's, yeah. that's a sad commentary, but I get it. It's kind so of interesting. What it is, uh, it's funny because he had a, a video of something that looked like a Yule log, you know, a video Yule log on his yeah. desk. And I think it, maybe it's providing that. Sort yeah. of service. Uh, that's what I was thinking, yeah. too. All right, one last thing. This is, I don't know why I did, but I, this is the only place I could find for the bizarre file. But former Chicago Bears center, Olin Krutz, was fired from uh, CHGO Sports, a Chicago sports media site on Monday, because he had got into and physically attacked a worker. Uh, the company did not disclose the specifics of the altercation, but said the employee who was attacked is okay. Uh, they said in a statement on Monday, effective immediately, Olin Kurtz is no longer a CHGO, although we were shocked by the incident, we are thankful that employees are okay. And in response, this is why I brought it up. In response to the statement, he quote tweeted a Mike Tyson meme with the following quote: "Social media made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it." Wow! <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. So I think he. I don't. I would not I say he's that. what you would call remorseful. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, he played uh, 13 seasons with the Bears from 1998 <laughs> to 2011. All right, and there you go. You saw how Mike handled that annoying. Uh, oh my God! Uh, the plane. Yeah. The plane. Uh, that's the B-File. Let's take a break. Don't forget, you got about uh, five minutes left to enter the word loud. That is our concert cash keyword. Loud is the word. So make sure that you do that right now before you lose your opportunity to win that money and those tickets. We'll be back in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We are certainly giving it away. Money and tickets galore with uh, MMR's concert cash. That continues, and we got some more things to give away in a little bit. It's National Hoagie Day. I'll do one more giveaway before we're done, but I'm not doing that at the moment. We have something completely different that we are going to give away. We have the lesson question. We are going to give away four pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition at the Franklin Institute. And I think we have to go with this for today's lesson question to see if you were listening. Again, it wasn't that long ago. We had another one that was kind of late in the show the other day. But this one is the following. When it comes to small talk, Ford stands for family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. But what does day stand for? D-A-Y. I'm sure you know. And so so, so therefore, you should call us at 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if we can get you that prize. All right. What does day stand for? The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Brought to you by Horizon. It's time to make sure your home's cooling and heating system is ready. Buy a new system only from Horizon. And get up to $1,000 off. Book in seconds at horizonservices.com slash book. What's happening, Steve? Well, Vanessa Hudgens getting online traction as pictures of her in a very clingy, skin-revealing dress at the Met Gala continue to make the rounds. Hudgens was apparently so hot that security had to repeatedly stop Billy Porter from hitting on her. Wow. 
32-year-old Vampire Diaries actress Kat Graham announcing her engagement to 52-year-old producer-director Darren Gannett. Graham says she was leery about the 20-year age difference because in Hollywood, it should be at least 30 years. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And finally, Brian Dunkelman, who briefly co-hosted American Idol with Ryan Seacrest during season one, but opted to quit, admits he made the mistake that has driven him into a deep depression. Dunkelman says, though, he's in a much better place now. He's at a place where the walls are made of pillows and the door's locked for the outside. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this. When it comes to small talk, Ford stands for family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. What does day stand for? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Mike. Try to get the answer. Yo, Mike. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, buddy. <laughs> All right, what, is, what does day stand for? That would be diving, agricultural, agriculture, and yodel. And yodel is yes. Yeah. Nice job, Mike. Hang on. Got yourself a four-pack of tickets for Harry Potter, the exhibition at the Franklin Institute. This groundbreaking exhibition celebrates the iconic moments, characters, settings, and beasts as seen in the films and stories of Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. You can uh, They're using best-in-class immersive design and technology. Tickets are on sale now at fi.edu. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Coors Light, President Steve Show, headed to Keenan's North Wildwood, Friday, May 27th, to officially open the Jersey Shore. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It's brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. All right, so we announced all the uh, inductees of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yesterday, but how about some reactions yes. to that? I'd be happy Curt- to hear those. Courtesy of the groups that were uh, <clears throat> inducted or will be inducted. Judas Priest said we are thrilled and honored to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2022. This is also a great moment for British heavy metal. Metal worldwide. And our amazing fans who support us and keep flying the flag for metal and Judas Priest. Duran Duran's John Taylor said we are so honored and thrilled and happy. Uh, we really want to thank our fans, the people that have been voting for us, really, really pushing, giving us the people's vote. And we're proud that uh, Nick, Nick Rhodes, is working on his speech. We'll see you in Los Angeles. I think he's a pretty quiet guy. Yes, that's true, yeah. Uh, Lionel Richie said, being elected to the Rock and Roll Hall is an incredible honor. I would like to say thank you to all the voters, to my wonderful fans, and everyone of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Congratulations to all my fellow fellow 2022 nominees. Pat Benatar, Neil Giraldo said, we're thrilled and humbled to become part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame family. And thank you to everyone who voted, especially the fans, and congratulations to all the other inductees. Eurythmics stated, we are beyond delighted to announce that Eurythmics have been indicted, 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 inducted. <laughs> what, what happened? Into the legendary Rock Hall. And finally, Dolly Parton said, I am honored and humbled uh, by the fact that I have been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Of course, I will accept it gracefully. Uh, thanks to everyone who voted for me and to everyone at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I will continue to work hard to try and live up to the honor. Yeah. So, that's cool, man. Good for those guys. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Lizzie Hale has revealed that she had to rediscover her love for rock and roll while making the new Hailstorm album, Back from the Dead. During an interview, she said that with the world being shut down due to COVID-19, she suffered, suffered an identity crisis. She said, what you don't realize when everything is suddenly stolen from you is how much of those weapons and those things you have, whether it be a live show, your camaraderie with your fans, or being with your bandmates, 
the traveling. Uh, you don't realize how many of those tools that you use to combat your own mental health and combat the kind of darkness that can creep in. She said, without all of those things, you have to almost look at yourself and be like, okay, who am I without it? Who am I without the band? Who am I without touring? Who am I without the forward momentum? You almost lose your purpose for a second. But now she's back. She's back, baby. We just played some Red Hot Chili Peppers a moment ago. Flea might be adding yet another massive credit to his already diverse acting resume. And this time, it's with the Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. The Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist is rumored to be featured in the Disney Plus series Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi, according to a fan site, StarWarsNewsNet.com. What role Flea will play is not yet known, but the site notes, we also know that he will be wielding a cool-looking blaster. Is there enough latitude, I think, in the universe to just allow him to play himself in the series? Maybe, dude. <laughs> I you thought you were going to say Needles from uh, Back to the Future 2. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> who was Needles? I've forgotten. Uh, I think it was Marty's boss. Oh, uh, that's who he played? Marty gets fired, and the, the, the big screen comes right, yeah. up, and they get a fax that's sent to him that he's fired. Right. I'm pretty sure that's Flea's role. Uh, the reason here is Flea has appeared in uh, the films Queen and Slim, Toy Story 4, and Baby Driver. Of course, other notable roles were Back to the Future 2 and 3. Uh, My Own Private Idaho, The Big Lebowski, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, The trailer was released uh, yesterday, by the way. Did you guys check it out? Yeah. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Oh, that's the second one. Listen, I have high hopes for this series. I'm very excited about where they're going to take it. I love The Mandalorian, and um, this seems more linear to that. Yep. Uh, so, Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi begins streaming on Disney Plus May 27th. Are you going to watch? Seventh. Pre-maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That one, I, that one I might be interested in because it's, McGregor. it's the classic characters. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I wouldn't mind seeing, and, and I like Ewan yeah, McGregor yeah. as, as Obi-Wan, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, Luke as a kid growing up and the things that might have been happening around him that he had no idea of. That's intriguing to me. Obi-Wan keeping an eye on him. Yeah. 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 I mean, do you think Yoda shows up, and if he does, is it Frank Oz that voices him, or is it Kathy Romano? <laughs> it's Kathy. Good me. question. Remains <laughs> <laughs> to be seen. <laughs> That's excellent. It's getting better. It's getting better. It's better. It's yeah. better as we go along. <laughs> yep. Oh as God. we go along, it gets better. Yeah, That's all you have to do. I gotta yeah. get that. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I, try I, should, to get I should watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, and then finally, that little boy over there. <laughs> and then finally, uh, the Rolling Stones are marking their 60th anniversary with the European tour kicking off in June. But the celebration isn't just limited to performing. Thanks to the wonderful folks at Lego, the iconic toy brand is also celebrating the Stones' incredible achievement with a new set that honors the band's classic logo. Per Lego, the set contains 1,998 pieces. And when fully assembled, the Stones logo measures 22 inches by 18 and a half inches. It looks really cool. How much? Um, I don't have a price on that, Steve. Uh, Lego made sure to set uh, that the set presented the tongue logo accurately. Uh, with Lego Group Design Manager Fiorella Groves saying in a statement, since the tongue logo is one of the most recognized logos, our biggest challenge was to figure out how that we could get the Lego art design as close to the original as possible. Uh, Previous sets have been created with a one-to-one round Lego tiles as a mosaic, but this time, in the spirit of being more rock and roll, we have used the full-spectrum Lego bricks to capture the organic curves that graphic designer John Pichel created. I have to imagine that both Jackie and Pierre will... Yeah, we should get one for the station. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that would look great in our our display here, you know? In our lobby. That'd be cool. 
Uh, so the Rolling Stones Lego set officially goes on sale June 1st at lego.com and all the retailers. Keep Jackie occupied for a while. I would. You're right. Can't put this thing together. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all that I have in music news for you. One last $25 gift card from Primo Hoagies. We're going to give that away. Uh, Caller number 18-215-263-WMMR. We want to thank Primo for uh, uh, dropping off the best hoagies in the area to us oh, to yeah. promote National Hoagie Day. And today you can get $6.99 Primo-sized Italian turkey and cheese or ham and cheese hoagies all day for rewards members, visit primohogies.com for details. By the way, the primos are, that's a big sandwich. Oh, it's awesome. By yeah. the way, so we'll Did I mention what, what store today's came from? I did not get that oh. word. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Well, thanks whoever did it. Yep. And with that, we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Letter a day. Word, word of the week, Brian. Yeah. We'll get to that when we return. Yeah. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The Preston and Steve program at 1040 on a Thursday. And a pretty comfortable day, weather-wise. 74 degrees, very, very mild. It's kind of cloudy. It's going to stay that way. We might see a little bit of blue here and there. I'm seeing some breaks in the clouds now. But we do have rain on the way tomorrow, unfortunately. So today's like your your great day of the week. Yeah, the weekend's not going to be much, but Enjoy. that's still okay. Yeah, yeah. Taking a little dip. Time is just kind of poor, so... Uh, I would like to thank Matt Rambo for yeah. being on our program this morning. Matt Rambo plays, if you do not know, for the Philadelphia Wings, and the Wings are headed to the playoffs. They're in a wild card bid. It is the first uh, playoff game in this modern uh, era, because remember, they went away for a while. Yes, the Wings they were in Philly for a while, and then they resurfaced, and sure enough, uh, they're headed to the playoffs. So it's cool. And uh, local guy, uh, cool name, yes. Matt Rambo. And uh, we wish the team well. So that game is on Saturday against San Diego. Uh, so we thank them and we thank Primos. Yay! Yay! Primos for being on the program today as well and for feeding us and for feeding you. And it is uh, National Hoagie Day. And you can get $6.99 Primo size Italian turkey cheese or ham cheese hoagies all day for rewards members. You can go to primohoagies.com That's for details. That's a great deal. Details. It's a really great good deal. One. Yep. All right, um, let's um, yeah, let's do the uh, letter of the day. So we'll fire that. Preston up. and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter C, as in Casey or Catbird uh, or Catbird. We we're talking about Catbirds earlier. They were. All right, so we are going to give away a summer concert ticket passport tomorrow. Four tickets to each of these four shows that are part of Live Nation's concert week. That's MMRBQ, Coheed and Cambria, The Black Keys, and The Killers. And you can get $25 off all-in tickets to more than 3,700 concerts nationwide for one week only. On sale now through Tuesday, May 10th. And you can visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week 
for details. So we're looking forward to giving all that stuff away tomorrow. I will thank our sponsors as well because they're great people. And I want to thank uh, Primo Hoagies as we were just talking about them. Excellent. National Hoagie Day today. As I said, you can enjoy $6.99 Primo size Italian turkey and cheese or ham and cheese all day. It's not just a hoagie. It's a Primo. Also brought to you by Acme Markets from city to shore. Acme has everything that you need to prep for the summer season. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. And also brought to you by Pella your journey to upgrade to Pella windows and doors is easy for a limited time. Get 50% off all installation. Call 877-98-PELLA or visit PellaPhilly.com. Pierre just made it in. So what's coming up on the program today, my man? Contra Cash, Noon and Two, Blocks, Tom Petty, Coldplay, Black Sabbath. Tickets for the Who. <laughs> Man's got it all. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Tight. Right. tight. <laughs> he is tight, people. Tomorrow on our program, Sean Young, the actress. Uh, Tom Pelfrey, we're just talking about him. He's uh, engaged to Kelly Cuoco now. Uh, well, he's dating her. Are there a couple? Are they, are they engaged? They're insta-official. Insta yeah. And then finally, comedian Jesus Trejo will be on the program, too. That is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Be <laughs> <laughs>